uh, just 13 minutes I'm gonna have to cut. It's fine. But 13 wonderful minutes that you can listen to over again and be like, damn, this is good. This is good conversation. <laughs> I love the epic of Gilgamesh. What a cool story about some cool guys. <laughs> I can start talking about fee fetishes again. Um, oh, that, that was a thing. Yeah, because our friend... Um, and regular co-host Kay, who isn't going to be on this episode, is uh, having some fun time with feet right now. That's why she isn't here. Yeah, she's just investigating Professionally. feet details. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting paid to look at feet, imagine. Damn. Uh, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> the dream. You can make this dream come true for us, dear listener, by donating to our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> By sending us feet? Yeah, send us pictures mm. of your feet. Send, yeah, we don't um, want money, we just want listeners. Send us feet yeah. at uh, yeah. ASOBAPcast on no, Twitter. No, please don't. Yes, do it. If you become a foot tier patron, uh, Ooh, we'll foot-tier. look at them at your toes. Mm. We'll rate your feet. Um, we'll, we'll put it on the podcast, like how, yeah. how much stars your feet get. Mm. We will uh, encode the image into audio, and it will be like mm-hmm. Morse code or something, noises. And everyone yeah. will listen to it, and they'll imagine your foot in their mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there was yes. a... Didn't, didn't you say you want to... Who wants to start a foot discussion podcast? Yeah. I mean, someone's got to, right? Mm. I mean, you could... Duh, I don't do know. <laughs> I mean... There's certainly a market for it, I'm going to tell you. I have two questions, actually. The first one is, do they? And the second one is, who uh, have some... Like, there's got to be somebody who has, right? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. You think it'd be mm. more of a visual medium, though, like a YouTube channel? Mm. I mean, there's, you know, emoji drum is a thing where they discuss, mm. where they talk about emojis, which is... Uh, but that's just, like, normal normie brain poisoning. I guess. They also always link to the... Uh, emoji wiki article where you can follow along yeah where they have all the emoji for emojipedia where they have all the versions from all the uh all the different phones Mm -hmm. on there so you could theoretically do that with with a podcast where you talk about like a random wikifeed article maybe uh, yeah. <laughs> I just want. I, I just don't know. Like, my question is: Does Wikifeed also have like descriptions or like? I think it's just pictures. I think you know it, some in- information have, about like, the people. It doesn't have like tasting notes. It just has like the picture of the foot. Just caught out facts. No editorializing. No. <laughs> yeah. Just, just they the are images. professionals. Earthy with notes of cocoa. And <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Uh, I don't know. That's less interesting to me than and some very hints mm. at the end um hmm. the feat of the day today is esther <laughs> catro apparently okay okay um those are feet <laughs> they just sort of look normal had oh okay yeah that's pretty but good that's the thing about feet like that's what i said in the discussion that we didn't record um two weeks ago is that feet just they're just feet you know yeah they just look regular. Okay, I see. Uh, feet of the day, this person I have never heard of. Uh, I actually week. got an internal server error as soon as I clicked on her. Oh, Jacinda Arden is uh, feet of the week, so... Congratulations for two victories this week, Jacinda Arden. <laughs> Who is that? President... Uh, president? 
uh, of New Zealand. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to stay president. I don't know, like, this is a good-looking person who is feet of the day, but, like, a ton of her... Okay, there are some pigs further down that actually do focus on her feet, but when it's just, mm. like... When it's just, like, a normal picture that, like, happens to also include her feet, but she's also wearing, like, flip-flops or whatever. Like, I don't know yeah. how that, how that counts as showing feet. Feet are, like, they're beautiful in the way that knees and elbows are. They're, like, very mm. structural and, like, <laughs> utilitarian. Like, you mm. can look at them yeah. and appreciate the, I mean, the they way they displace weight. Pretty and, nasty, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah. like, low floor, not a very high ceiling, I'm going to say, in, in terms of attractiveness. This is also all women, because there's, like, apparently a separate... Uh, men wiki feed but it's interesting that there's not even okay yeah just further wiki down feet, the side is home. there is a, is a place that says <laughs> sister sites uh wiki feed men wiki feed x which x, i don't know what? what that is but it scares me <laughs> probably like porn stars feet maybe we should talk about our our actual <laughs> okay. podcast Oh my god, there's, a date, there's wiki feet dating, tired of dating people who are not into feet. And looking for someone to give them attention they deserve, join wiki feet dating. Okay. Oh my god. That sounds awful. Want an awesome story to tell your grandkids on how you met your significant other? <laughs> 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 yeah, we met on wikifeet.com. Oh my god. I, I'm just going to check what feet of the year are. Okay, interesting. Uh, once again, people I have never heard of. Yeah, but, okay. Okay, if you scroll down, one of them is Brenda Song, who I remember from being on Zack and Cody. Can you, you, you claim to have an introduction to the podcast. Can you do that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Otherwise, we're going to have a 10-minute colon bin about feet. Yeah, we are. Oh, yes. I think it's 20 by this point. Stop okay. trying to fill the news hole in your heart with feet, Wiki. <laughs> that does. That is my yeah. fetish. Um, okay, someone start. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. Welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies, the only A Song of Ice and Fire podcast for male feminists who know all about periods. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell the story later. Remind okay. <laughs> Good. My name is Janosch, and I have never shown any interest in Tyrion's cock. Stop bringing it up, George. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chaz, and um, my Melisandre Funko Pop rules me now, body and soul. Mm. Uh, hi, I'm Arena, and uh, that room between my legs does half my thinking. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Emmanuel. Uh, I'm well out of bowshot. Try and get me, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like all the like memorable lines in in these chapters were stuff like Tyrion's worm between his legs. Yeah, yeah. Shay, I was tempted to use. I want some hands on my titties. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, yeah that's also I one mean, that I underlined, but like not in a good way. <laughs> Angry underline. Yeah, you like you like did the squiggle underline that normally would tell you that there's like a typo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. 
just underlining so hard that you rip through the paper. <laughs> it is like it, it is starting to strike me as more and more like uh, I I think I think you Emmanuel said this a few weeks ago. How isn't it a little weird that George just sometimes says tizzy? And now mm. I'm like really noticing it. It's it's really I weird. I think it was K. Oh, maybe it was K. Yeah. I'm fine with the use of the word mm. titty. I, like I don't. There's. I'll, I'll point out specific lines that bother me, but um, usually they're just like awkward phrasing. Usually, it's not like the diction. Mm-hmm. I think titties is weird because it's not very British, and I know it's not mm. Britain, but a lot of the words often seem to be trying to be British. And it's just not a British phrase, really. It's just, you, you can't... Are they I'm, trying I'm not... to be British or just Old English? <laughs> well, that's it's what the I same mean. Thing. It's like, you wouldn't have that in It's not, though. They would say, well, I know. But that's why it seems weird yeah. to me. That just seems like a very really modern... It should be teats or something like that. And that tits. also happens. Like, George also uses yeah. teats. Like, he's not saying... Tyrion isn't like, mm, yes, I will go and get some Nandos. <laughs> Understandable. I'm just saying. It just comes off as kind of modern. He's not like, Tyrion's not like, mate, I'm just having a laugh. But isn't he? <laughs> Danny hears the bells and she says, Oi, mate, it's six a ball. All right, mister. <laughs> well, in this in this chapter, later Tyrion will eat lamprey pie, so I don't know anything more British than that. So, uh, That's true. <laughs> you you people love that. We love lamprey pie. Uh, as you might have noticed, I, I, I guess I guess I'll include that in the cold open, so you will already know why, uh, or you will already know that she's not here. But Kay is not here officially now. Now that we're like past the cold open, she's not here. Um, what? It, that made it sound like she's been excised. She is just <laughs> off for the week. <laughs> she's not with us. But too enthusiastically supporting Renly. Um, yeah, it's the last straw. No longer. Yeah, there was some nasty discourse uh, a mm. few days ago about Randy and drone strikes. Um, <laughs> so, but she says she still loves all uh, all our listeners. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not her quotes necessarily, but all the listeners. She's gonna yeah. have her own podcast, and you can go there on every other Saturday. <laughs> she will have yeah, less like, feet uh, content. Exactly. She's well, gonna maybe. start a song of uh, feet and more feet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Left foot and right foot. A, a, a song of feet and toes, uh, where, where she on, she's only going to talk about the feet she sees at work. Um, but in honor of Kay, I'm going to start with um, with some sports news. Hey, hey. good hey, news! Great news, everyone! Even. Finally, finally, it happened. The Giants won. Oh When's the winter confirmed? Question mm-hmm. mark. Right now. Well, uh, yeah, George George posted the thrill of victory. Oh my <laughs> God, the Giants won one. Uh, the yes, indeed, Big Blue is now one to five, having just defeated the Washington Nameless Horrors twenty nineteen. So here's that. Winning say, is always better than losing. Yeah. I'm gonna say Washington should adopt the name of Nameless Horrors because currently they're just named the Washington Football Team, which is really na- lame. And if you're the Nameless Horrors, you could. Do cool stuff like have Halloween themed uniforms. Oh, that's good. In in October and stuff like is that. Is that like know? a common fan nickname, on, or did George come up with that? No, it's uh, he came up with that. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Because we, we yeah. mentioned earlier that George is like 
seems to be trying to look for a new career here and mm. uh, naming football teams is apparently one of his <laughs> other new talents. Yeah, other than that, uh, oh, once again, by the way, uh, he enabled comments, but only on NFL football. <laughs> yeah. And uh, everyone is congratulating for him mm. that that finally the Giants won one. So, uh, positive vibes only on George's website right now. Great. Yeah. Uh, he also Good posted like some nice pics about what fall in New Mexico is looking like. And yeah, that's basically it from George's website. Oh, and he also posted some new pictures of the illustrated edition of A Storm of Swords, which the Folio Society is releasing, apparently. Okay. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty okay. good illustrations. Unfortunately, yeah. they're all spoilers. So mm. yeah, <laughs> but there's, heavy a, ones. There's, there's a classic scene involving a bear here. So look forward mm. to that. All right. Other news than done. that, can I other it? than that, not much news happening right now because I already said this a week ago, and it's unfortunately still happening. the The book that uh, that is like a behind the scenes book about the a Game of Thrones TV show is still like week for week, but apparently it came out like at the beginning of October, like the 8th of October or something. Uh, and it's still news for some reason. Like they're, they're still just picking up new bits that were said in that book and sell it at, as news and all the great theories that we love from people like May, uh, who is also... Mm-hmm. May has not posted... Okay, so here's the thing. May has not posted a Gurm watch since since we tweeted at her. Hmm. Well, she's okay. eight weeks she's ago. She's doing research. I, I she's guess thinking, she's still she's looking at her. Yeah. I, I, I feel like yes. just dropping the hashtag Azorahai is evil bombshell on her was maybe maybe too drastic. Yeah, I imagine it was like a big worldview change mm-hmm. and she's having to sort of like take on board fully and so she she needs time to acclimatize to her new like you know brain space yeah yeah because instead she's she's been uh, only doing the book that was promised which uh which is the inferior segment or the inferior series that she writes these are much shorter articles and they're like either about uh you know casting stuff of the new of the prequel show or like other stuff that are that is like explicitly about um i don't know confirmed things about the winds of winter i guess like Mm. this one's about Mm. this newest one is the winds of winter could make the best game of thrones battle even better and it's uh about how (laughs) (laughs) about how battle of the bastards is not gonna happen in the book obviously because it's Stannis' story. Yeah, you can make it better by not having it happen. That's true. <laughs> I think you might have to cut that part out. Is that spoilers? I, I don't hmm. think so. We didn't say Look. who Stannis is fighting. Exactly. We didn't say who Stannis is. Who even is Stannis, really, when you get right down have to you, it? Have you met that guy? I don't think so. What do you think Stannis' Myers-Briggs is? I, uh... He's an INTJ. Yeah, probably. It's INTJ is the only one which I know what the name is. Like mm. I still don't know what it stands for. I only know that they like to stare apparently. Uh, and yeah. I think I think Stannis has that INTJ stare. So 
Yeah, my understanding of Myers-Briggs things is, like, about the same level as my understanding of, like, Sundari and those ones. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like, like we're I, talking Homestuck again, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah what's Dennis's class back? <laughs> can, you, can you stop right there, please? Yeah. In, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out in a future episode where Kay is also here. <laughs> Famous INTJs include Hillary Clinton, Al Gore, Bill Gates, Dwight Eisenhower, <laughs> Lewis oh Farrell, Isaac Asimov, Stephen Hawking, Isaac Newton. Okay. So okay, so the the, the other you, thing about all these articles, like May, also basically just wrote the same article that everyone else wrote. So uh, I guess this is because she's still researching on Azora High's evilness and, you know, that makes her other articles just be lackluster rehashes of what other things, what other people already wrote about. But it's just just a handful of things. And they're all like, you know, the reason why I, I can't even go in detail, even on the, the even if some of the articles are like have clickbaity headlines that I think are funny. It's it's all just like unnecessarily spoilery. <laughs> like I said, you know, I might have mentioned one spoiler, but there's like some other stuff that also everyone who this is and it's it's not even like really big news because these are all all things that uh, everyone who read the book and seen the show knows that it's gonna be different. Like it's stuff like uh, Sansa season five arc, how that's gonna be different. Like we we mm. know it can't happen, right? <laughs> because it's just a different character entirely. So yeah, and it makes no sense. And it makes no sense. That's the other thing George says in these quotes that well, this wouldn't have made sense with my characters. So yeah, and the way they got it to make sense with their characters is by to have them not be characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just wanted it to happen, you know. They really wanted it. All right, I, uh, we don't. Yeah. I don't want right. to talk about anyway, that. Anyway, no we have three chapters today. to talk about. So yeah, let's go. Exactly. Let's go. We already talked about feet, uh, which. <laughs> Is Listen, more important. It's it's important to get that out there, um, so that people know our feet opinions. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so, translucent. Melisandre show feet. Um, no, she's just got like a long dress that goes to the mm. floor. Okay, and that's very... how she bounces. <laughs> our important feet opinions, where I said they're like <laughs> knees and elbows. I thought that was a very good point. Yeah, you, yeah, you I, I fully agree on that. Mm. I do the same I, thing. Yeah, I, I really think feet are only noticeable if they're weird or if they're yeah. nasty. Mm. But like otherwise, it's just okay. It's feet, you know. Sometimes you can be quite surprised to see a person's feet because you like don't expect to, and then you see them and you're like, "Damn, that person has feet. What's that about?" Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I'll be like whenever Varys is revealed to be a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I will be surprised if Varys does have feet. I'll be like, "What happened to your tail, King?" Mm-hmm. I've generally never in my life been surprised by feet so far. Okay, so. well, there's, there's always the feet there. Yeah. But when Maybe it finally happens, I'm going to be blown away, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You'll be like, yeah. oh, shit. Feet. Wow. Okay, it's going to be so... like the, the first time Rhino misses out on an episode is when he's so shocked by feet that he has to take a yeah. recall. <laughs> going to be reeling for days, yeah. Yeah, we don't hear for him for, from him for like three weeks and it's only, <laughs> only after that amount of time he's like sorry i just i saw the most surprising feet yeah. <laughs> okay sansa has a time today 
So just just to be like uh, get the technicalities out of the way, we are discussing Sansa four, John seven, and Tyrion twelve. Twelve. Twelve of these. Yeah. Oh wow. Twelve plus one. Eighty eighty percent of Tyrion done after this one. Mm. There's really some awful stuff once again in these chapters, uh, which might be the reason why we're talking so much about feet. But let's Mm. actually get to Sansa. Yeah, no, some people wanna. talk about feet to cope. Exactly. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's hear Sansa about time. Sansa's first period. Let's yeah. go. Uh, so, yeah, today we have a, a, a beautiful coming of age story about a young girl. Um, San- Sansa, she's hanging out with Sedontis in the Godswood. Everything's on fire. Um, the Kingswood's on fire because. This is a tactic done by Tyrion's wild men. Um, we're told that Stannis... And Stannis, oh, no, Stan- too. Yeah, Stannis is trying to get them out by burning it. And also he's doing some offerings to to the Red God for, for Mel. And everyone's like, wow, what happens if he burns the Great Sept of Baelor? That would be fucked up. Sansa is incredibly anxious. Uh, she is like, shit, what happens if they do take the castle? I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, should I run away now? And Sedontis is like, no, you, you shouldn't do that. The Blackwater is completely empty. All the all the ships are preparing for war. Stannis is coming. Uh, they can sort of see him in the distance, but uh, he hasn't he hasn't quite got there yet. He's still got to get across the bay and everything. Um, and he's got a bunch of men, so that's kind of concerning. And we just get a bunch of updates on like how the war is setting up, while well, the battle is setting up. Sedontis is like, don't worry, everything is going to be fine. I'm a trustworthy person who you trust and knows about battles and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and Sansa's like, all right. Um, she, she's having like PTSD uh, responses to when she got dragged off her horse in the riot. Um, and she keeps thinking about have, seeing the um, High Sempton killed and all the other shit that happened. Yeah, Dantus also says, oh, I have a cool friend who's going to help us. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. A friend yeah. of me and you, which mm. is... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so someone's helping out. And he's like, oh, I got my own spies. I'm sure I'm sure if Dantus says it's a friend, then he's going to be a good guy that we all love. Dantus is coming off as a super cool, trustworthy guy in this chapter. Yeah. He's very drunk. He tries to kiss Sansa, like, on the mouth. And she's like, no, thank you. Please don't. Um, sort he of has dodges. wet, groping lips. Yeah, very she's got like ninja skills though. She she dodges it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like he's drunk and she's faster than him. Uh, so she goes off and climbs uh, the tower, um, and can see all the all the battle stuff getting ready. She sees big catapults and all this other shit, and she feels like a weird stab in her stomach and is like, "Ow." What and then she almost falls off the tower, but luckily she is grabbed by an angry man. Another um, cool friend. What Sansa? is Sandor doing up here? He's. I think he followed her. Um, that's my. That's my guess. You think he? Okay, I thought he was just sitting up there because, like, at the end of the scene, he tells her to get out of here, and he just chills there. I guess that's his chill spot. I mean, I maybe know. it is, but I just it seems like a. I mean, obviously, it's a book, but it seems like a big coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
maybe maybe he does go there to chill because you can see all the fires and stuff from up there, which is mm-hmm. kind of he loves up. to see those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he likes. I mean, maybe he wants to keep an eye on them. Um, <laughs> maybe he wants to yeah. be as, as far away from them as possible. Yeah, as high up, up. on the castle. Yeah. Um. San, yeah, Sansa has more like memories of the horrible stuff that happened to her in the riot when like a man grabbed her and then the hound killed him and was like having a great time just like killing small folk uh, and he's like you can't even look at me and she's like I will thank you for being so brave and she's and he's like I was not brave it was really easy to just kill people with my big sword and she's like I think you're kind of a fucked up guy <laughs> He's like, yeah, I love to kill people. It's just, like, my favorite thing. I'm bad at something. The whole fandom loves me for it. He's like, I'm crazy. Uh, He's like, oh, (laughs) killing killing is the best thing you can ever do. I love it so much. He's just a funny, epic, sarcastic (laughs) man. We love him. Yeah. I mean, he is, like, this is... Cope, he's coping so hard. He's like, oh, I've got my big sword and I'm super strong and nobody can hurt me when I have my big sword. And Sounds I'm very strong. just like strong. this little child who's like, okay. He's <laughs> like, you don't got to prove anything to me, dude. Like, maybe you need to work mm-hmm. this out with your therapist. But like, yeah, he even like, he, he takes his sword out and puts it like to her neck yeah. or something in that scene. It's like, you scared like, of me? Wow. You scared of me, child? Look how cool I am. Um, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. like, Look, knights are for killing. He makes he just makes some points here. He's mm. like knights. The whole point of chivalry mm. is because knights are armed, peop, like big scary men who can kill really easily, and mm. it's all just an illusion to pretend that they're not like murderers whose job it is to do murder. Mm. And that's what I do. I just do murder, and I will kill everyone, man, woman, child. I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, but I do hate fire. Uh, just so you know, I don't like it. Also, God isn't real. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and then he's like, okay, leave. Stop talking about true nights. And she's like, you're such a fucked up dude. I'm gonna go. <laughs> so she leaves. And then she's like, wow, I wish Sedontis was kind of a bit more like the Hound. Because um, mm-hmm. at least the Hound, mm-hmm. I believe, could kill people. She also says uh, Stannis is not a coward, so drop yeah. that down. <laughs> Yeah, which I don't know how she knows that. <laughs> I don't know. Stannis <laughs> is no coward, okay. I feel like she just supports anyone who wants to, or she's just in favor of anyone who wants to fight uh, Joffrey and Cersei. And, yeah, I mean, you know. relatable. But she's also also afraid of, of what's going to happen when Stannis takes the city, so... To be, yeah. Well, kind of strange thinks... that she's, like, kind of on his side here, or is like, oh, no, yeah. he's... Well, she's not sure, because she doesn't want to hope, I guess. But she's thinking about how when Mm. the Lannisters took the city, they just, like, destroyed everything and did a bunch of fucked up shit. And she's like, and they they opened the gates to them, so Mm. I bet Stannis' army would do the same. Also Uh, weird that uh, Sander is like, but Robert was epic. Yeah, he also liked killing and fighting, you know? Stannis yeah. is getting stopped by a big river right now. Robert would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Robert he would, would just like, levitate over yeah. the river. <laughs> he would just kill the river with his big hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did he, that. Yeah, he's like, Robert had never let a little thing like a river stop him. He's just gonna... Yeah, he was too cool I also, for that. 
I also wanted to mention, I think it's with the Don, with Dantos that she says, like, I hope Stannis burns the Great Sept, like, and she thinks about how first she thought it was really nice and pretty, and now she hates it. Yeah. I like that part. Yeah, it's like, as, I guess it's like she's drawn more and more as well, close to the, like, godswood and that side of her, rather than the sort of um, southern part of her, or at least she's not particularly sympathetic towards the sort of southern part of her mm-hmm. at this point. Tendo also um, says, uh, if gods are real, then why Tyrion? <laughs> Good point. <He> really <laughs> if gods are real, then why 15 Tyrion chapters? Well, he says also why Lolith. Like, yeah. Can everyone lay off? Um, can everyone leave her alone for one second? Yeah, yeah, please. Just Christ. Um, yeah. So Sansa goes to sleep and has some more fun dreams about the riot. She's having PTSD flashbacks again. She sees lots of scary faces and she's like, please don't hurt me. And then she asks for help from a bunch of people, from like heroes and all those people, and from knights she knows and from her father and her wolf. And it's kind of sad. Then loads of women swarm over her like weasels. Wait, weasels again. Weasels. Weasels. Weasels again. Um, and they they pinch her and they kick her and they hit her in the face and her teeth fall out, which is like you know classic dream stuff. Um, and then someone stabs her in the belly and she's just like, well, her organs come out and she wakes up <laughs> and her and she's covered in blood because she's had her her woman's period. And it's all over the blankets <laughs> and the mattress. And she's like, shit, maybe I was stabbed in the night. <laughs> um, and then she falls to the floor and then she has a little think and she's like, okay, this is almost worse. Uh, this means that it is, I am marriageable and may bear children, although shouldn't. Um, she, yeah, so she freaks out. She tries to wash herself. The water's all bloody. She grabs the bedclothes and she shoves it into the fire and tries to burn it and then she's like what about what about the mattress so she tries to put the mattress in the fire <laughs> she's like p- pouring oil all over it and trying to get it to catch and then the maid comes in and is like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> the maid um, comes in holding a big box of pizza <laughs> yeah um, so and she's like this this is the worst but they just like Three of them manage to pull her away from the mattress, and then they wash her. And yeah, it's not it's not great. But she eventually sort of calms down a bit. And when she does, all her clothes have been ruined by the smoke, which I think they're fine. How much smoke was there? Um, I mean, she but, did put a mattress on fire. That's true. I, I guess burnt feathers is kind of gross, isn't it? Um, yeah, and burnt yeah. period blood. Yeah, but that wouldn't be, like, that significant. Mm. Um, I feel like it's significant for the symbolism in some way, but oh, I Oh, yeah, know I mean, probably. Oh, yeah. Probably marriage of, marriage of fired shit and stuff. Um, yeah, and so she gets to have a nice woman-to-woman chat with her best friend, <laughs> Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah cool. Mother-in-law. Like, Let's have brunch. Let's have brunch. 
she gives her some porridge and honey and fish and eggs and it's like it's brunch time but neither of them want to eat so they're just wasting all their food they're all afraid of the smoke and Sansa's like I did not care for having my period right now and Cersei's like it's just what happens you're a woman now congratulations (laughs) being a woman is gross Mm -hmm. wait until you have a child Sansa it's fucked up I like Um, the sentence Sansa had never felt less flowery (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty good yeah I don't know why she thought it would be magical yeah Sansa's upset because she doesn't want to get married to Joffrey and have his horrible children and Cersei's like I don't blame you he's kind of fucked up isn't he but I did take ages giving birth to him um Robert was terrible you know being married is also awful being being married having children it's all bad congratulations on being a woman um yeah yeah she mentions that Jamie got really angry about potentially not being allowed in the birthing Mm. room um which okay Cersei just yeah. tell that to Sansa <laughs> I mean there's no one she can tell but like bit of a room yeah, you know yeah. normal stuff to have your brother in the room when you're giving birth yeah mm-hmm. um, and she's like yeah because um, she even then says Joffrey will show you not, no such devotion so it's like <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> you're just telling her at this point I mean she doesn't notice yeah. but still no she's um, like it, it, she's so brain poisoned <laughs> She's she's like, uh, well, I understand how you feel. I get I get I get that you will hate Joffrey, but at least you're gonna love the kids that you're gonna make him. So uh, you'll love his children. Um, you can survive a bit of humiliation like I did. It's great. I'm very normal now. I'm very normal. <laughs> I turned out great. I am not affected by anything <laughs> that happened to me. I totally love the children that Robert gave me. <laughs> 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 yeah uh, Cersei and- is so regular like this is so fucking funny like yeah. this is like Cersei's like I'm gonna I'm gonna just sit her down and have a nice little chat girl to girl and like we're gonna and I'm gonna give her some pointers and I'm gonna help her out and she tells her love is poison yeah. <laughs> don't <Yes>. worry <laughs> a woman's life is nine parts mess one part magic uh, and the parts that look like magic often turn out to be the messiest of all great <laughs> yeah and then she's like um stannis won't like it if you talk about marrying joffrey and she's like oh is stannis gonna win i thought the gods wouldn't let it happen and they're like mm, i don't know and then cersei's like robert's robert's trueborn son and heir joffrey i'm having a little smirk about this uh joffrey would cry whenever robert picked him up even though his bastards are always happy to see him. Mm, weird. Mm. This is not. Uh-huh. Mean, I keep talking. I keep talking about this. <laughs> Sansa, Sansa, have you have you worked it out yet? I know you haven't, but <laughs> funny to me. Robert um, wanted to be loved. My brother Tyrion had the same disease. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be loved, Sansa? Everyone wants to be loved. <laughs> no, Cersei says that's dumb. Love is a poison and will kill you. You should never love. And then that's the mm. end of the chapter. <laughs> Just Sansa's really bad day. Every single Sansa chapter is Sansa's bad day. I am very excited to get to Feast so we can just mm. really sit in Cersei's brain. Just mm. just really, just you know, let it ferment. Yeah. We got a, a good, like, 
preview of Cersei's brain in this and the yeah. Tyrion chapter. Yeah, some Cersei moments. Epic Cersei moments. She yeah. she's feminist. That's the thing you need to know about her. She's she's girl boss, and um, end of story. I feel like yeah, that's her it. and the and the hounds are kind of on the same wavelength. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Are people shipping? Yeah, the them? one line. <laughs> The one line that's, like, really important, I think, for the Hound is, like, she, Sansa finally tells him, like, you're awful, and he says, I'm honest. It's the world that's awful. Uh Yeah. Um, Because I think you could write a really similar Sandor without that kind of, like, dynamic, where he's just an asshole and he's just evil man, but this, like, and there's probably a hundred characters like that in other worse series but mm. like you know Sandor he's an awful guy but there's reasons for oh, yeah. it <laughs> I mean but I yeah. feel like yeah it's called nihilism yeah, yeah exactly like it's, it's it's complicated because on one hand I like where he's it's not not a big spoiler I like where his arc will later end up but at the same time I, I, I still think like even with this acknowledgement where he says and even even with the, you know, sad backstory that he has, which I think is a pretty good... Like, it is a pretty fucked up thing that happened to him as a child. And his brother is awful, obviously. Mm-hmm. I still think, like, even in this in this case, this nihilism thing is not like... I don't know, it doesn't feel like such a... It doesn't feel very interesting to me still. <laughs> like, to to be like, well, I'm... Yeah, I'm awful, but so is everything else. Uh, you know, we live in a society sensor. I mean, he's not—he's not particularly wrong about a lot of the stuff he, he says. With like how the the, the chivalry yeah. is kind of fake, and I mean, we get a lot of that in action with like people mm, who yeah. should be yeah. knights okay. are being total assholes and really do like killing and all this stuff. But it's an, an excuse for him to act like that you know yeah like, you can do better yourself if you think the world is shitty yeah and not give well, and i think it. that's what what sansa brings mm. to it is that he's going yeah. to start realizing that and i mean yeah this is like kind of the point george is making also like his i i feel like it's pretty safe to say that his idea of like goodness i guess is or like his ideal that he achieves to or like his his moral good you know is uh, characters who try to do good despite everything else that is happening to them mm-hmm. and then sander it's like you know he shows someone who who is not there yeah, yeah it's fine start yeah is failing to do that yeah 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 i definitely I mean, in the Sansa chapters, his role is always to say something about knights. <laughs> yeah, That's I mean, like he'd be he'd role. be saying a lot of shit about knights. Like he he's going to continue doing that. <laughs> yeah, he just pops up and is like, kind of ah, "Have you noticed thing. how I hate knights and I won't be a knight because mm-hmm. all these other horrible people are knights?" But I'm also also horrible. But also, I'm sort mm-hmm. of the only one. Helping I'm not you pretending to be anything. But, uh, yeah, but also, that makes me cool, yeah, actually. I'm pret- <laughs> I'm gonna be a ni- I'm gonna be not a knight so hard that I'm just a dickhead to everyone because <laughs> I don't want to be pretentious. 
I mean, yeah. But the other thing is, is that he's, like I said, he's so, he is, um, what's the word, like, so overcompensating here. Where yeah. He, we, no, he's freaking out, isn't he? He's, like, pulling out his sword and, like, threatening a child by putting his sword next to her throat and being like, I am so cool, <laughs> like, I'm so strong and big and nothing can hurt me, right? Like, tell mm-hmm. me I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, when Stannis comes, I'll just, I'll just die. I guess it's fine. I'm not even worried about it. It's like, okay, what about the fire? He's like, fire yeah. is a coward's weapon. <laughs> it's cheating. <laughs> yeah, God, fire is a coward's weapon, but it's also mm. what scares me the most in the world. <laughs> yeah, for cowards. Well, that's just, how he has to. He's just got the the copium mask on yeah um what a sad chapter mm. yeah mm. I love so all these like all these like fucked up characters just like orbiting Sansa's world at the moment yeah like, yeah Dante's yeah. also here really really yeah, good Dante's. environment for her right now yeah yeah <laughs> she just goes from Dante's to then like Sander and then Cersei just all being like yeah here are our perspectives Sansa's like, what? Can I talk to other people, please? <laughs> I like that, especially with Dantes and, and Sansa. She's, she's just kind of annoyed with the bullshit. Yeah. Because she, she isn't dumb, and he, he says yeah. that she's clever. Um, but then he's also drunk and, like, gross. But then Cersei's like, you're still a stupid child for thinking that uh, there's good things and that love is cool. Or wanting to be loved. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Idiot. You're not epic yet. Mm. Mm. Love is for cowards like Robert, I guess. <laughs> Tyrion, I don't know. I do think Cersei's relationship to Sansa is very sort of. It's very interesting because obviously they were both like betrothed to kings or potential kings, um, and they were both sort of sent to King's Landing, and obviously in one case, in one case, one of them's a prisoner, and it's a lot worse. But I think Cersei mm. still sees Sansa as like kind of being like her a bit as a as a child, and so spends her entire time trying to like make her as cynical as possible. Yeah, I think so she, she absolutely does, like and she's like, Cersei. yeah, I she's think... kind of doing the same thing at Standor, where she's like, yeah. my yeah. like think the way I think, like, mm. yeah, my my experiences are universal, so. Let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. She's like, awful things happen to me, and you're experiencing them also, but I'm not gonna, like, instead of, you know, empathizing with that. you or whatever, you're just gonna have to endure it because I also endured it, so. Yeah. She literally holds the power to stop Sansa's bad treatment. <laughs> like, <laughs> she could just stop mm. it. <laughs> Why would she stop it when it happened to her? It's yeah. like. Yeah. It's, she's just like a. You know, one of those feminine, one of those like women who's like, "Well, I was harassed, so I don't Cer- see why yeah. you can't also cope with it." Cersei you know? literally sees like the the self uh, fulfilling like circle of violence or whatever, and she's like, "This is awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna help well, it." <laughs> can't change that. I guess that's just how the world works. I wish I could do it more and with a sword. I wish I was a man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. If I was a man, I could hurt other people with my hands as well as my words, and that would be epic. If I hadn't <laughs> suffered, it wouldn't have turned out this epic, so. Yeah. 
Exactly. You know, when you're... <laughs> I'm going to do rational mm. things, not based on fear. Yeah. When you're in, you're my age, Sansa, you can also, you know, maybe maybe Joffrey is going to have a funny boar accident and then, you know, you're going to be the girl boss. Yeah. Sansa, whenever you're older, you can torment some helpless child. Uh-huh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Not torment, teach her about how her yeah. life just isn't that wonderful. But you know, the, I'm actually doing you a the favor school of hard knocks now. will make you turn out perfect, like like Cersei is. I think Cersei would have this conversation with Marcella, or was she just like, no? Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Huh. I don't think she did. I like can't imagine oh. Cersei even talking to her. Yeah. is the thing. I know. Like, I don't even think she talks to Tommen. She, I mean, no. we'll see some of that, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she barely even talked to Joffrey. She, like, I feel like everything that Joffrey picked up from his parents is, like, just shit they said to each other while he was around. Yeah. But she lost her children. They're, like, the most important thing to her, but she yeah. also doesn't like them as people. <laughs> she, yeah, she just sees them as, like... Extensions of herself, Spoil. but like in a weird way. Yeah. Sansa, you're gonna hate Joffrey, but you're gonna love the children that come out of you, and then you're not gonna talk to them ever. <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna love that they exist mm-hmm. while you can do your uh, epic scheming. Yeah, you don't. You gotta. You don't have a choice on that part. That's a kind so of burns see. a mattress here. <laughs> She, she burns, like, burn half of a mattress. <laughs> I'm not sure it burns that well. I think it sort of mm. smolders. <laughs> yeah. I know what, what well, the first... mattress is made of in that time. Feathers. Fabric feathers? and feathers. It says feather bed, so I assume it's okay. feathers. <laughs> it's actually, I don't know, something not comfortable. Uh, first, before we get to that scene, do you want to talk... I, I'm just going to pitch this idea. I don't really have much more to say on it, but maybe y'all will. Um, Dantos is kind of, like, doing the same thing as Jacken did for Arya. In a, uh, you know? Is he? He's basically, like, doing the same thing uh, as far as, like, appearing to the, like, girl in the in the God's Wood and oh, okay. helping yeah. her escape. Oh, yeah. He's doing a, a shitty shock impression. Bad at it. <laughs> yeah, he's bad at it. Yeah, because I guess... Yeah, it is sort of like a... It's like a similar sort of scene, but, like, gone wrong. Yeah. So rather than... Because Jacken... Jacken's pretty of, competent at it. And Jacken yeah. never tried to kiss Arya. That's another True. thing. No. But as Kate pointed out, she did. he did wipe a bloody sword on her. Mm. <laughs> All right. Damn. Which nobody else thought of, but Kay. So you can direct. Mm. Okay. All your okay. Thank you, Kay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. Because both of them was also like both of them like did like Stanza saved Dontos and Arya yeah. saved Jacan. Mm. Yeah, it's, and they both do identity changes. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, Jacken sort of gives Arya some power, 
in the situation. Dantas just sort of keeps telling her that it's going to work out. Don't worry about it. But I'm not going to tell you anything else. But this mm-hmm. is also the thing then when people are like, uh, you know, Sansa sucks, but Arya is epic. It's like <laughs> the thing they forget is Sansa has the shittiest people to work with. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Arya <laughs> has a, a magical, uh, like, yeah. top assassin of the world. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you know, people would point out, I mean, and rightfully so, point out Sansa, like, going to the godswood after that note as, like, an important marker of her small way that she can do agency, where, like, so there's a certain amount of, like, empowerment going on there, I guess, but yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah. It's like a small... I guess it was... was pretty clear in some of the Arya chapters that she's not having any agency right now like when she's just working in the castle yeah, yeah that's and, true yeah so yeah and I guess the whole thing about Arya's storyline as well which I think people mm. miss but we picked up on is that a lot of the things she does don't really change anything in mm. like a significant way mm-hmm. yeah um, they seem like they would but then they sort of don't <laughs> Um, so she really doesn't have that much power, even if she feels powerful. Um, and I guess in a similar way to Sansa, who can't actually change anything really in this castle. <laughs> yeah. Y'all want to talk about how Sansa reenacts the moon disaster? Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this what one's is really a nice. Period, but a moon disaster. <laughs> I mean, like, I've always that's, been saying this. I am always saying this. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the one like inaccuracy is that it wasn't during a full moon, mm. but I guess it doesn't always have to line up. <laughs> um, I don't know. My sister told me that hers lines up with the full moon. Mm. So. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. <laughs> that's very regular. If it does, <laughs> it's just normal. Why are you guys laughing? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've, I've definitely... Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> anyway... It's very uh, funny how every woman in the world always has their periods at exactly the same time. Yeah, they do. It's, it's always on the full moon. <laughs> it's, it's the flow. It's the same way well, that the, the tides go up. <laughs> yeah, the, the moon isn't full uh, for everywhere on Earth at the same time. Okay, but like so. everywhere in one country, I guess, or one... The moon region. How does it work? No, that's true. It's science. <laughs> I guess not America. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the moon is full actually at the same time for everyone. <laughs> Wait, you're. It's just yeah. It's yeah. not up at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no, because I I think it also only happens at night. So. Right. Uh-huh. It's not. It's only. It's only one night. Uh, it's only it one night. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't take like a week. Yeah, it's a, only one night. Yeah, all the moon pulls. All the boys turn um, into werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a sneeze that like once it's over. Uh-huh. It's yeah, it's it's one night. You get a, a dream where you get stabbed and you make a big mess <laughs> and that's it. You, yeah, you have you have the the period stabbing dream and then it's. Over. <laughs> Do you have the same dream every month? Yeah, everyone does. It's the same. It's an ancestral dream. (laughs) Stabbed in the belly. 
<laughs> is it like now, now that you mention it i do remember um all I mean, the like girls in my class talking like on the next day it, it, it's like it's like you know the water cooler talk where you talk about the newest episode of your favorite tv show except everyone was <laughs> yeah. talking about their stabbing dream mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's what we've been talking about is that the ancient uh sin of azora high stabbing a woman is uh echoing throughout all time yeah but anyway <laughs> i mean this so this scene is like really good um i mean it's funny, like, it's funny that she tries to burn her entire mattress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can't read it without laughing, but it's yeah, also, it's like, like, extremely affecting. Um, and I, and, you know, you feel really, like, a lot for Sansa. Yeah. It shows she's but, really panicking, not thinking straight at yeah. all. Like, you, she could, I don't know, like, turn the mattress over or something like that instead of just throwing everything into the fire. Mm-hmm. But she has to. She knows she has to do symbolism. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going back to this. Like, lays out the basics really, really clearly. Um, so the first thing is is that she starts off up on the tower, and she might have fallen, and Sandor accuses her of trying to kill herself by throwing herself off the tower. Um, but the point is, is that they're talking about falling off the tower and that's like the, you know, the moon falling out of the sky. Um, and then the other thing we've touched on a little bit is like the, uh, menstruation, flowering, like blood moon, moon blood, that, all that stuff. We've kind of touched on that language, I think, right? The biggest yeah. one, yeah. I think it's called the biggest one was like, at some point here, right? Previous chapter. Oh yeah, regularly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and the uh, the other one I wanted to call back to is the when they're Danny and Jorah are talking about the Dothraki Sea, and he's saying that whenever it blooms or whenever it flowers, that the whole thing turns into a sea of blood. Um, so that's like whenever the moon explodes it's like a flower opening and spilling blood out over everywhere so that's what's happening in Sansa right now she uh you know she gets her period and then she looks at her sheet and there's like a splotch of blood and she cuts that out so that's like the moon she's cutting it out of the sky and then she throws everything in the fire and makes a bunch of smoke and ash and um whenever she comes and talks to Cersei she's like because there's two Azor High characters burning shit right now on two sides of a river. Tyrion's, like, burning all the stuff on the waterfront, and uh, Stannis is burning the Kingswood. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. and Cersei makes a joke, like, you know, they're making fires, and that's if that's not bad enough, now you're making fires in, in the castle, and everything I eat tastes of ash right now. So, yeah. that's a long night, baby! Mm. Moon meteors. <laughs> uh-huh. When I got the marina coil, that was kind of like Lightbringer being inserted into my body. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Classic. Um. (laughs) Oh, that classic period humor. (laughs) It's pretty good. We're only saying it. It's it's really flowing today. Oh. 
You don't want to get too heavy on that. <laughs> oh shit! You know, once it, once it starts, it keeps going. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> she bleeds a lot for her first period. I just, um, I know some people do, but it, mm. yeah, unusual. I mean, she's a bleeder. Might also just be exaggerated in her perception. How yeah, but it goes with panicking through the through. She seems to soak mm. pretty far into the mattress. I mean, it went through. She's probably a anemic. Mm. <laughs> That's true. She's probably anemic because I don't know how much they're eating right now. But like, you know, mm. I I don't even feel like the. I don't. I don't think the unreliable narrator even works in that way. At least in at least for George, where it would be like the period or the, or the the amount of blood would be exaggerated. Like, I don't think that's something George um, does. Um, I, think, I think it might be. Um, it's hard to say because we never get two POVs, like, describing the same objective yeah. real-world thing. But It's true. I, I just feel like that type of unreliable narrator stuff is cheating. Like, I feel like there's some... Why? <laughs> But you would, you do, you might be like, oh, this, this is so much blood, even though it's like not yeah. really that much, because you'd be like, oh shit, this is blood, and that makes your brain go, that's more blood Maybe. than I've ever seen in my life come from my body. <laughs> that's yeah. fucking wild. And more like, like oh, the the realization so of what that means that she has got no period. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, even even it's the small like the amount the is practicalities. Don't like betraying her or like yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's enough the, to totally turn turn her life around or her situation the around. very literal stuff of like the bet like there being so much in the mattress and like turning the water pink seems like a lot of yeah, <laughs> yeah like that's, a lot. that's what i mean like that's that's a thing you wouldn't uh perceive differently in no as an unreliable narrator even like you wouldn't i don't know i feel like that's just george putting it on there that out there that it's that much blood she realizes that she's becoming a tree and that now she'll she's ready to be wedded to a green seer i think so Ugh. i hate it when that happens <laughs> <laughs> you ever get your first period and then you're like damn i get i damn, have to I'm be a wedded tree to now. a green seer yeah. now and i don't want that yeah <laughs> damn this is just like being a tree <laughs> since all her clothes got dirty or whatever like um they give her a green dress. This is like the first time that she's worn that color, if I remember right. Alright. Okay. Maybe. I don't didn't pay I, much attention think, to Sansa's dress colors, uh, to be honest. Usually she's I mean, wearing blue or yeah, right. uh, sometimes purple or uh, white. Blue? She wears blue. I, f- I, I feel like green is kind of a color, but I don't know. Green motion. She, I mean, Cersei, Cersei wears green later as well. It's like, yeah. Cersei is wears green a lot. True, right? Like yeah. she's mm. yeah, she's always wearing green. Um, but Sansa, up until now, I, mm. I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah, it's mostly like she had the, the like cream colored silk dress, the one, yeah, and like the yellow one, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, and like maybe purple and blue, blue mm. for sure, but okay. She has to wear someone else's dress afterwards. It's all symbolic, and it? it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a different person now. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. But her sense. shoes were fine, so she's wearing the same shoes. So. Which is good because feet, as you just <laughs> <laughs> you gotta cover those. Um, 
Imagine if she if she went to the brunch without shoes. Like Cersei would have been shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, just give me a couple Whoa. of weeks. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> she just walks in and Cersei's like, all right. I need a day. Oh, Hold well, on. That, that's a power play. You're coming in here. I get so sad. Damn. Ice cold. We're going and just putting your feet on the table in full view of everyone. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, something okay. Tyrion would do. Yeah. Probably his terrible feet. As well. yeah. His legs can't reach up there. Tyrion mentioned once like how, how Cersei had a feet out in one chapter. So. Interesting. Oh, yeah. He, he was shocked. Oh, and also, uh, Cersei makes another joke uh, that says, I see flowering hasn't made you any brighter. Mm. Which is, uh, you know, it gets all dark after the moon flowers. Okay. <laughs> okay. John Chapter? <laughs> I just think it's interesting that uh, the two people Cersei can think of who always wanted love are Robert and Tyrion. Mm. Yeah. Not, I don't know. Couldn't be me. Jamie, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, she thinks Jamie is her, so that's yeah, included yeah, in the couldn't like, be me. Jamie wouldn't like love. He knows it's poison, yeah, and that's true. why we get on so well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love my brother. It, it it is poison, and it is killing me slowly. But he likes it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 cool. All right, should we do John? Let's do John. Let's do John. So, John, let me take a sip of water. Little John. Ah. All right, John and the gang, they're they're chilling. They're going across the Skirling Pass. It's night. Ghost is here. He's very cute. He's like... It says, <laughs> Ghost petted restlessly by John's side. From time to time, he would stop and turn... His ears pricked as if he heard something behind them. Uh, and we we love it. We love uh, a boy hanging out with his dog. Uh, and that's all that's going to be with Ghost in this chapter. Mm. Just want also, to get... hmm, Who could that be that is walking behind them? <laughs> uh-huh. And then they, you know, settle in to rest. And John is like, hey, hey, Corin. Hey, hey, Dad. <laughs> How come you never Dad, ask me about? How come you never ask me about Egret? Or like, you never ask me how it went with the girl, right? And uh, he, yeah, he just really wants to open up to Corin, I guess, mm. here because um, he is tormented by things she said, like yeah. when she told told him that Mance would take him, and Corin says, "Oh yeah, he, he would have," and he says, uh, "Oh, I also know the song that she sang to you because." Mance used to sing it to us. Uh, and then John asks, oh, you knew him? And he says, we all knew him, with a sad voice. So I, 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 drew, I drew a, like, sad emoji on the side of the book here, because... <laughs> Damn. It's like... What if, uh, what if uh, you know, whenever Mance told... Corin, that story was like you know the same vibes as Egret telling John. Oh, it was. I think it was. Mm. I think that's the this, implication. This is some lovers to enemies bullshit here. Yeah, it's so sad. It's very sad. 
and like even John realizes this. Like he's like, oh, they were friends as well as brothers, and now they are enemies. I am sensing a friend here. Quote unquote mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. Yeah, and then they talk more about man. I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. I think it's confirmed. Like it's. I don't know. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. George, tell us whether Mance and Corrin were gay together, please. <laughs> George would say not, but that's because he doesn't understand his own source material like we do. Yeah, George, tell us whether or not it's the case, but only if it is the case. <laughs> yeah. Make him understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they talk like more about how Mance was so cool. Uh, he was the best ranger. Uh, and also, he, he also says that the Whitelings are actually pretty cool. Uh, yeah. They're, like, even more epic than us. And then he, like, turns to John and says, so you let Ygritte go? And John is like, what? And then he just, like, you know, t- talks about Ned. He, It's kind of a weird thing to bring up Ned here, I guess. Like, I, I don't think... I don't think John, like, really has a sound explanation besides I didn't want to kill, obviously. Yeah. She was just like, well, my my father always said you have to look into their eyes, but when I looked into her eyes, I realized that I don't want to kill her. She's not evil. Uh, which is, you know, cool. And then Corin says, oh, I didn't even want you to kill her. I just said do the thing that needs to be done. If I wanted her killed, I would have killed her myself or, you know, uh, told Eben to kill her. And at this point, I realized that Corrin is pretty cool. And then John goes to sleep and just, you know, has a normal dream, and then he wakes up and everything is fine. And that's the chapter. <laughs> so John is kind of a weird dream here. He has... It's a cool dream. He has a wolf dream again. He's dreaming that his dire wolves... And there's... This is the first wolf dream for John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it? that's what I thought. I thought it was the first one mm. as well. Yeah, so I didn't he's remember also that. having a, a first but kind of dream, just like Sansa. Yeah, they're all dreaming at the mm. moment. Yeah, so he dreams that there was there were five of them when there should have been six. Interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like... He says, it says he felt a deep ache of emptiness, a sense of incompleteness. And then he, like, loses his brother's scent. And he looks up to the sky, he lets out a howl, and then he hears a voice calling to him by his name. Yeah, threes are talking to him and they're going, Hello! <laughs> Hello, John! How are you doing? The, the audiobook once again picked a very funny voice for the tree. <laughs> Should it just sound like Brad? You'd think so, but no, he came up with a dedicated tree voice. It's great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so a tree is talking to John. He like turns around and he's he's like, "Wait. Hold on. This is this is a weirwood and he looks kind of like Bran. But he has three eyes. Has my brother always had three eyes? What?" Mhm. He's a tree. Fine, but this here always have three eyes. <laughs> That's sweet. Uh and then he's doing a little sniffing and he smells death. Yeah. And then the tree says to him, oh, I like it actually, in the dark. No one can see you, but you can see them. But first you have to open your eye, like this. And then the tree reaches down and touches him. (laughs) Which is just a normal thing for a tree to do to a wolf. Uh, Yeah. 
tapping him on the forehead and saying, listen, yeah. you just got to open your third eye. Yeah. We don't know what trees and wolves do like when they are alone together. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, and then, like, as in the moment the tree touches him, he's suddenly, like, in a different place. He's back in the mountains. Um, and there's a big blue-white wall. Uh, and for us, he first thinks that castle black, but then he, like, looks down and see there's a there's an icy river. I didn't get it. What, what does it mean that there's a a river of ice several thousand feet high? Yeah, I'm trying to understand that right now. <laughs> yeah. It's just a glacier. Okay. Oh, okay. That's fine. And then he sees uh, like a ton of people, thousands of them. And he realizes, oh, this is not, not an army. This is like, this is, this is just like a whole, whole people, <laughs> it says. And then he sees something moving and it's like a big beast it's uh it's like an elephant but bigger and it's also there's also someone riding it that he's also big he's too thick in the legs and hips to be a man yeah he's thick with it he's he's kind of nice with it uh and then he uh he looks up and there's like a sound of wings and then a bird attacks him and then he wakes up and he's he like still feels talons in uh, having attacked him uh, and he's really concerned about ghosts now what happened and then he immediately tells like uh, Eben and Squire Dawbridge about, and Corin about it and Corin is like let's hear this man out it sounds like you had a wolf dream tell me everything about it mm. and like nobody is like even like everybody like nobody's laughing at him is, is what John thinks is weird here they just you know patiently listen to his story and take it very seriously uh and then he realizes oh maybe maybe skin changes and works are real mm-hmm. and maybe dreams can maybe. be true uh because everyone is now very concerned about mammoths and giants existing and then they're looking for ghosts because uh you know he seems to have been attacked by an eagle and they see an eagle actually and John is very concerned. He's just watching them. He's just watching them. It's fine, just a bit. Yeah, they want to shoot it, but... Yeah, it's, it's too, too far, far away. away. And then they finally find Ghost, and his neck is... Unfortunately, it's described as glistening wetly. Which mm. <laughs> we like that, yeah. It's good to read. Takes away from the gravity of this scene for me. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, apparently he was attacked by a big bird, uh, and he's now bleeding, so that's cool. I really like how they all take care of ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, they're concerned about the puppy. Yeah, this is, nice. this is a good, like, team that helps each other and takes care of, care of their common dog. And then they decide, oh, actually, all the, all the wildlings are gonna be here. Basically what I got from this is they're, like, worried that the dream is real, and then they see that Ghost actually did get, like, yep. they did dream the real thing, and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Let's let's get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, they see the, the eagle yeah, watching them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've been spotted, so. Yep. And I don't know, was, is, is, here the, is the implication here that the eagle is a skin changer? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, so yeah, they basically like start ret- retreating. They send out Squire Dawbridge to like 
climb up, take all the arrows uh, he has, or all the arrows they have, and try to take uh, take out the wildlings from there. And then they hear a hunting horn, and then there's a cliffhanger. <laughs> and Corin just says, now they come. That's like the final line of the chapter. So, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, they they basically, Squire Bo- Dalbridge uh, stays behind to, like, just stall and die. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen to all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty dark, up. isn't it, really? That yeah. he's just like, well, this is my time. This mm. this singular... I mean, they've said this before, that they're probably going to die. Mm. Yeah. But. yeah. He's just like, give my horse a good, nice, tasty treat when you get home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They really like the pets. Yeah. This one. It's it themes to me. Mm. It's themes. Yeah. Because he's like, this is my duty, and I will stay here, and I will die. It's kind of sad, but like this chapter is is, is really is really good. Also, like yeah, the, yeah. Once again, the atmosphere in this chapter is just so fucking good. Yeah, I, I this is like one of my favorite arcs of the whole mm. series. To be honest, like yeah, it's good. It just starts fucking whipping and slapping in every direction. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do have a, one thing I wanted to mention, but it's a spoiler. So has has Brand been a tree? Before, mm, no, don't think. Not so. really. <laughs> That's new. <laughs> That's yeah, new. he's just like he's a tree, and he's like, listen, I can open your eye for you if I touch you with my brain tree. Which, yeah, and also he's dead. So, uh-huh. damn, he smelled of death. <laughs> but yeah. it's fine because he can see better while he's dead. It's all right. Hmm. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. Do we want to talk about the dream, or do we want to talk about some other stuff? I mean, just just plot wise, as much as I like uh, how cool Corin is, I don't quite buy that he's okay with Igrid just leaving, and like the the thing that oh she's behind us, like she's no she's no danger to us. Uh, no, he's. I mean, <laughs> this dude seems so in- very. I don't know professional in what they're doing and that they let the prisoner go that could like potentially know some secret paths and like alarm others i don't know i get how it's it's necessary for the story and it's good for the story and uh, for the characterization of everyone but again yeah well so in the like i I don't know i was thinking about how it happens in the show where like a bunch of dumb shit happens, mm. but um, uh-huh. where they do, they do order, <laughs> sure. yeah, uh, they yeah. do order John to kill her, mm. and he doesn't. So instead, he ties her up, and they just go wandering mm. alone and do parkour and dumb shit for <laughs> an episode and a half. And then, like, whenever they, she basically just like disappears, and then they, a bunch of wildlings pop up from nowhere, and it's like. Mm. they're out in the mountains like even you know they're in they're within a day's ride of like the you know the whole wildling camp but Mm -hmm. there's so much ground to cover it's so like if you've ever been like out on a Mm. a walk in the in the wilderness like you're not just gonna like even if she finds some other people she doesn't she's not gonna be able to lead them back to where the where the uh, Night's Watchmen are, I don't think. I don't know. I, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I mean, she's out in the middle. I'm of also fine with just yeah. saying, okay, Corrin just 
doesn't want to like kill prisoners <laughs> that yeah. are not actively attacking mm. them or something. Or, uh, he seems sympathetic towards the wildling and wildlings in general, and we get the story of how they like they yeah kind of adopted uh, wildling boys or do that occasionally when they come across yeah. them and and uh, yeah. raise them as uh, uh, like as as brothers, uh, which also kind of fucked up that they apparently don't even get any choice. Like when you're when you're taken as a wildling boy, you. Yeah, like forcibly from a child yeah I mean, they, they didn't like, do any children for you. any crime and everyone else like gets the choice if they take the oath or not well being uh, a wildling is a crime yeah. you see so <laughs> yeah yeah like that's the thing they talk about with uh, they talk about uh, when they talk about man's right that he mm. he was the best ranger but like he was born a wildling so mm. he was just you know Always grayer, no, yeah. It's kind of cool that they like take them in and don't let them fend for themselves and just die out there, or even worse, don't know, give them give them to crest or something like that. But yeah, Mm. I do like like nice moral dilemma, I guess. And he's also like he. It's kind of funny because he's like thinking in systems as far as like uh, the wildlings are just humans, like they're good and bad like us, but you know, this is like how the big picture is. But he also kind of has like, oh man, so it was just his wildling blood, like <laughs> that made him want to go back. That also made me think that this, this conflict really only exists because the wall is there. Because it seems nowhere, bit, yeah. nowhere else in the world there's, there's no concept of like closed borders really. It seems like everywhere else, like you can just, you can just go from Westeros to, to Essos and hang out in the free cities or like, except like walled cities, everything else, you are just permitted to go. Um, and there's no, yeah. there's no, that's not exactly. Borders. Cause like, as long as you like respect no... the laws of the lands where you're going, it seems fine mostly. I mean, there is like, historically in feudalism like if you're if your uh peasants try to leave like you would go and try and bring them back basically like one of the things about the transition to from feudalism to capitalism is that like the anonymity anonymity of a city where if like Mm. peasants escape to the city then they can disappear and be Mm kind of go unnoticed but if like they're just going to another holdfast or somewhere, then nobody's going to know who they are. And, like, if if it becomes an issue, like, people would be able to find them um, and bring them back to wherever yeah. they belong. So, like, it's not exactly... Like, you need, like, a certain amount of privilege to have this kind of... Yeah, but that's like... You're, not, you're not allowed to leave a certain place if you're, like, pledged or, like owned by by your overlord but it's not like you're not permitted to enter anywhere or it's a crime to to cross the border yeah yeah that, that could be true i'm not sure yeah and i guess like like the wild like the mountain men and stuff are mm. kind of not exactly wildlings but they're sort of similar mm. and they're not they don't have the same barrier they just sort of live mm. around the mountain I mean, maybe uh, maybe no, there is yeah. some migration from wildlings to the south, and they assimilate into 
I don't know where. Right, but that's <laughs> not the ones you hear about. But, yeah. The ones you hear about are the ones that are, like, coming over to steal shit. But, uh, like, you, you're pretty sure they can't just go to the wall and say, hey, can I go south, please? <laughs> just because yeah. I, I like to and uh, I don't want to live in this shitty cold north anymore. Yeah, yeah I wonder I how that would work. Yeah. Yeah. wonder what their reactions mm. would be. Maybe no one has ever tried. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the wildlings are just like, oh, there's this big wall. They don't want us to go south, so we're not even trying. Well, maybe the wall is the problem, yeah. you know? Maybe mm. the wall is bad, actually. I think the wall is bad. That's my opinion. <laughs> this, is my new, this is my new theory. You've heard of Azora High is secretly evil, but what about the wall? The wall is secretly evil. <laughs> what if Azora High is the wall and is evil? Well, hmm. The <laughs> so well, I mean, the wall is you know it's symbolic for the ice moon, yeah. and according to theory, Azora High is trapped in the ice moon. That's what the whole dragon locked an ice thing is. So it's trapped in the wall. Yeah. Hmm. Not literally, but. So the wall is evil. Yeah, the the wall is know, a he's prison. Like, it is. I mean, it is a prison for the Night's Watch yeah. too. Yeah. God, <laughs> it is. Fucked up. Damn! What if society is bad? <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's um, a shadow cat that uh, screams, and its echo sounds like twelve other cats. Twelve. 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 Yeah. That's a very specific shadows number. and twelves. Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, shadows show up a lot. a lot here. Hmm. Yeah, I was to say what uh, shadows are friends to the night's watch or something like yeah. that. Mm. Oh, yeah. it's cool. They're friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he says they shadows are friends to men yeah. in black, mm-hmm. and then he starts singing uh, <laughs> the men in black theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does say that shadows are friends to men. The men in black mm. and then later on uh bran is like yeah the dark is good because no mm. one can see you but you can see them so hmm. true repetition so is there anything to say about john's cool dream uh, it's fine it's pretty normal. wild it's, it's mostly pretty obvious right i, I think that so yeah it's what he's seeing and what's happening it's not not very it's not a brand yeah it's uh, jojin mm. metaphor problem it's just uh here just is a straight up uh, intel for you mm. yeah and we do learn about the weirwoods and bran having a connection to it we've just been talking about that all the time yeah. already in mm. the spoiler zone i guess yeah we're getting to the point where more and more things yeah. can happen outside the spoiler zone the dream's kind of a two-part right like it's the the, the mythical stuff first where he's like that's logging in into the WeWood net and meeting Brian and then he's just mm-hmm. straight up seeing what what Ghost is seeing right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, right. Why is Ghost seeing this? Because it's just he's just uh, physically there. No, the Weirwood. Oh the Weirwood, okay. Because the because Ghost is John. Yeah, I think it's mm. yeah, they're connecting on the astral yeah. plane. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's the it's the login sequence you get. And is mm-hmm. this like okay, so if this is Bran the tree is this like brand from the future or is it like how i think it's brand right now mm. brand right well, now it's current brand yeah uh he it must be from the yeah past. it's because he because he's no, dead it's brand spirit totally from dead. the from the like from the death world yeah 
Yeah, after he smells like death, and it's dark because he's dead. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the other, the one thing about it is that the tree that is Bran is growing from a stone. Uh, it says it seemed to sprout from solid rock. Uh huh. Um, it's pale roots twisting up from a myriad of fissures and hairline cracks. So that's more like meteors are weirwood seeds, like. The weirwood is the ash cloud coming up from the rock yeah. and that lands. The tree is growing as he as he was watching, mm-hmm. which is pretty mm, cool. Growing strong. I really love the line uh, that he says, like he's saying, the eyes are looking at them and they're fierce, but they're glad to see him. Just that it's really nice. I just like uh-huh. to see brothers seeing each other. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. really nice. I like I like that he's like his brother always had three eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, is that normal? I can't remember. It's been so long. <laughs> but I guess it, oh, Brian, you're a tree now. I guess it makes sense. Like he's he's dreaming. Like when you're, you know, yeah. when you're in a, when you're dreaming, your uh, your perception of things like people having three eyes is gonna be a little different. Like I don't know if I was dreaming if I and I saw my. I don't know, my sister having three eyes, I would also be like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. John's got to teach himself to, he's got to start doing that thing where you, like, look at your hand and you make yeah. a habit <laughs> and counting your fingers so that he can start lucid dreaming. He, he would see the three eyes and he'd be like, oh, this is a dream. And then he would be able to fly into space. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned it before, but, because I feel like I just skipped it because we would get to it later, but, um... The milk water, the like source of it, is a big, another big lake, um, mm-hmm. and that glacier. So that's like um, it's basically the color swapped version of the God's Eye with with the Blackwater Rush coming from it. So it's like the instead of the Black River, it's the White River. So you know, Fire mm-hmm. Moon, Ice Moon. So just keep that in mind. Cool. Ghost is also seeing colors again in his dream. So <laughs> just. <laughs> To point that out George, on, on, on Kate's behalf, yeah. George. George. <laughs> George, what are you doing? You fucked up your own mythology. Yeah. He he apparently Maybe. yeah, he obviously talked to a woman for the period chapter, but he didn't talk to a wolf for this one. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't Come on, uh, do your research. Yeah. He didn't Google can do- what colors can dogs see. Hmm. <laughs> Can they see any colors? Yeah, but it's only like... It's, it's sort of yellow. Yeah, I think it's like yellow and blue and what's in between, but no like reddish things. Yeah. Mm. Mm. How do we you guys know hear that? that? Yeah. I hear something, yes. yeah. Yeah, there's some people mulching up a tree outside mm. my window. Oh, that tree. Cool. Okay. Damn. They heard. They heard us talking about uh, about, about this trees region. with with three eyes. And they said we're not having this shit. Yeah, yeah. down with the trees. <laughs> Put it in the vulture. I, this tree is not gonna touch my forehead. Fuck that. <laughs> I refuse to open my third eye. I am shutting it, and it will remain yeah, closed. I, pretend I do not see it. <laughs> okay, Tyrion. Tyrion, Tyrion, Tyrion uh, go favorite guy. His twelfth chapter, as I said. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, look, we've been giving him some shit, but mm. hey, it turns out he still sucks. Mm. So, <laughs> chapter starts really good with a pot mansion. We love pot. Hey, yeah. Uh, 
but then uh, Varys comes along and uh, brings Tyrion some news about what uh, happened to the two Stark boys on Tyrion's like wow pretty fucked up uh, have you told anyone yet and Tyr- Varys is uh, I'm telling you I haven't uh, so Tyrion's like okay I'm gonna bring this news to Cersei she'll really like it uh, to hear about dead children right now uh, but uh, she doesn't really which is uh, kind of surprising to Tyrion she's just like oh I like she they talk about how uh, how Jamie pushed uh, Bran out of the window and uh, Cersei's like yeah that uh, was kind of unnecessary I didn't want that uh, I think we could have uh, you know uh, intimidated him as just a child uh, and uh, Jamie act- uh, like uh, acted very very harshly and without thinking so they shit a little bit on Jamie uh, the, the two of them. Cersei also re- looks really good again. Like, uh, Tyrion mentions that, like, she's, like, her hair and everything and her outfit, uh, you know, as you do. Why is Tyrion you know, talking it, about Cersei's boobies in this chapter? Yeah, he's like, oh, she's giving me a, a, a glimpse of her cleavage at some point. Well, she's it's, deliberately wearing a very low cut mm. dress. So, like, on purpose to, to yeah <laughs> yeah to make her yeah. her brother flustered mm. i don't yeah. know See, yeah that was the kind a of thing where, like, weird vibe like Cersei, she's she's like kind of flirty for a second before she's doing her big reveal or is it just Tyrion who yeah perceives it like yeah. that i guess it's just I Tyrion. Tell. i mean they both have problems mm. so yeah, it could be both. Like I, <laughs> I can see, issues. I can see Cersei like doing this on mm. purpose, but mm. also I can see it entirely being Tyrion. Mm. I mean, it doesn't have yeah. to work, right? Like even if she's doing it on purpose, it, mm. it kind of needs, still needs Tyrion to mm. like notice it. Oh yeah, yeah. We're chopping ahead a little bit. So uh, first, they have a, a casual uh, business and war talk uh, dinner with each other. Where we get a bunch of updates. Um, uh, they they talk about uh, uh, what uh, if maybe Jamie is in danger because uh, Caitlin could think that the Stark boys being murdered was somehow the Lannisters doing. Oh, they had a part yeah, this of is the it. first That's time weird... we've been told that they're dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is like the first chapter where they've gone, yeah. oh, look, there's some news. Mm. What's the news? We're just going to allude to it. Hey, the the, the Stark boys are dead. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it says the, the news about it uh, heads out her, and I uh, guess it's pretty clear in that uh, the chapter that she is worried for Tommen, so she's maybe a little bit projecting here. That she doesn't like uh, boys being killed, even if it's if it's the enemies. And yeah, we get uh, a little recap of uh, of Tyrion's coup to bring Tommen under his control. We get the update that there is no update on whatever Littlefinger is doing. Thank you, needed to know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about how Joffrey is gonna get through the battle and how much he's allowed to to fight and uh, when they should pull him from the from the battle if there is any any danger Cersei's kind of accusing Tyrion that he would put Joffrey uh, in danger on purpose to maybe have him die in the battle so that uh, Tommen gets crowned and uh, Tyrion can rule through him which would be fucked up you know ruling through that little boy 
Anything else? Uh, we get the Antlerman thing again. And then certainly they start about uh, talking about cocks and how people with cocks can't... No, people without them can't be trusted like uh, various. And actually, if you have a cock, you're stupid because it does uh, half the thinking for you. Mm-hmm. They talk mm-hmm. so much about yeah. Tyrion's worm between his legs. They just... Yeah. You know, just regular yeah. thing you... <laughs> just a regular sibling so relationship. Yeah, you talk among siblings. I don't know what the talk is about. Yeah, that we get this scene where uh, Cersei's leaning in and showing Tyrion some cleavage. Uh, and she's she's asking, Are you unwell, brother? Are you flustered? Are you... Mm-hmm. Are you having botherations? Botherations. And she's revealing her cool trick of having a captured Tyrion's uh, sex worker. And uh, Tyrion's, oh, what? How can that be? And uh, was I too... Uh, was I not careful enough when, when I went to... Uh, when I went directly to, to Shay's man's last time and did they catch me? They have a real back and forth, and like uh, Cersei says, "Okay, I'm I'm keeping her as a hostage in case uh, you do anything to to Joffrey." And then Tyrion says, "Whatever you do to her, I will do to Tommen." In like very horrible terms that I don't want to repeat exactly what he says. Then he says, "Yeah, uh, I want to actually see her, like just to as a proof that she is she's alive and that you actually have her and." Uh, the cattle blacks come in and they don't bring out Shay, they bring out, uh, what's the name? Uh, Alayaya from, from the brother. And uh, for a second there, uh, Tyrion wants to tell Cersei how stupid she is and, uh, how, like, how she failed for his little trick, but then he thinks, no, it's, it's better if I don't reveal it right now. And he plays along. Um, mm-hmm. Imagine if he actually like revealed it and like, yeah. <laughs> oh no, this is the wrong one. The, the real one is actually already like employed here uh, as mm. Lonis's mate. Haha, <laughs> 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 tricked and and also these these three stupid guys are also on my payroll, I guess. Yeah, I I still don't know what what exactly is the deal with the cattleplex like. Tyrion thinks he's uh, Tyrion is paying them right to inform on Cersei, and Cersei thinks. They are yeah. working for her. And yeah. maybe they are actually not working for any of them. Or, yeah. Who knows? Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> to Tyrion's credit, he actually back. feels kind of bad that uh, Alayaya was caught up in this because of him. And uh, yeah, she's, uh should mention she has, was all also beaten by the, by the Cattleplacks, obviously. So she has a, a, a bloody lip, I think, and... He feels bad for her. But and bruises, yeah. yeah. Uh, well done, Tyrion, for having some empathy here. Then, uh. Yeah, then... <laughs> <laughs> Tyrion gives his uh, speech about how uh, Cersei now has gone too far and uh, they are basically at war now and uh, there will come the time when he's taking revenge on her and uh, her joy will turn to ashes in her mouth and sing the famous line. Uh, Imagine a little video game thing that says, like, Cersei will remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, uh, Cersei tries to hit him, uh, and he, like, before he's giving the speech, uh, Cersei tries to hit him, and uh, he catches her arm and twists her 
uh, twists it and uh, shoves it to the ground and basically threatens her physically to have uh, Alayaya released. And she does. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Tyrion is so epic. Yeah, he's my favorite character. Owns his sister. I mean, good that he's getting Alayaya released right now, I guess. She's not released, but he just gets them to untie yeah. the like binds mm-hmm. on her. Yeah. Yeah. And the gag. And he also fantasizes about how he would like to kill Cersei right now, but uh, uh, like because that's what Jamie would do in in such a situation. Uh, but he has to act more like his father, who would never like uh, like be reckless and. Uh, you know, have, have revenge or wrath, uh, you know, guide him. There is not like a number one single that is based on how his father's wrath uh, wiped out an entire house. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he says, I must be stone, I must be castly rock hearted, unmovable, and this is a test or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. I didn't really get what he was he was getting at there. Just he, he must be cool and epic and... and uh, calm and collected and not giving it to his, his emotions I guess yeah just like like his dad who he just like idolizes like hmm. mm-hmm. you're proud of me dad he's he's you know his hot epic dad hmm. yeah his hot hot epic yeah. dad with the small with the flat stomach yeah okay so after yeah. all this uh, Cersei <laughs> basically kicks him out but he wants to leave anyway um so he goes back to his room where uh, Shay is waiting for him and uh, she is wearing his uh, his hand uh, necklace and is complaining how cold these uh, hands of gold are. Curious. Oh, I wonder if that's going to be this. a thing. Yeah. yeah. Just a normal thing you say. Many moments you know. in this chapter. Uh, Tyrion decides that he's not going to tell her what, what happened. Like he doesn't Guess doesn't want to worry her that she's in danger, but also maybe might be good to know that she should be more careful. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm, I know. I'm so not invested in the Shay storyline. Yeah, me neither. Especially after she gives a quick update on uh, how is she is uh, doing in her new job, and she's. It's so bad, George. Pretty what are awful you doing? how she talks about Lollis. Like that. But she's... this is not like this is not characterization for Shay. This is just yeah. George writing whatever. Mm. Like it, it doesn't feel organic. Yeah, I think she... we said last time that he's like using a lot of bad tropes about sex workers with like the the daddy issues, and I think right here it's another the trope or that. Like a rape wouldn't be a big deal for her, somehow. Yeah, she's like, mm. oh, what's Lawrence's yeah. big deal? Yeah, she, Whatever. She only got so fucked. They... Yeah. But isn't uh, that like exactly right. Tyrion's trauma? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that she knows about. Know. Yeah. <laughs> right? Did he tell her? It's, yeah, yeah, he told her. Yeah. The last chapter, two chapters ago. Maybe this needed mm. some. Else, yeah, they could just not talk about Lawless right now, or just that she, you know, that she's like sleep only sleeping and eating and uh, apparently not well. 
even if you don't want Shay to be sympathetic with Lois mm-hmm. or whatever, just just uh, just take out this one line. Yeah, yeah. It's so I bad. mean, it doesn't make sense. Emmanuel, like you said in the in the chat before our recording, that Shay might not know what exactly happened to Lois, which could yeah, be kind of an excuse that she's not in on the whole story and just you know just knows that it's an unwanted pregnancy somehow. I don't know. But I don't think this line would make mm. sense in like okay. Look, yeah. We're talking about content warnings, we're talking about uh Lores uh having been raped by like mm. a ton of people mm. earlier mm. and the line that Shay says is uh, all they did was fuck her. Mm. I don't see how this yeah. could be interpreted in any other way as as yeah. Shay thinking that raping is not a big deal. Mm. Mm. Like she wouldn't say, I don't know. I could, I could uh, see it as her not being aware how many people it were. But you know, it's still mm. bad. Like it doesn't change that much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think I agree with you because I was saying like I don't know whether or not. Mm. Yeah, it's more of like where she was when she was in her little manse and was like not really understanding mm. how bad the situation in the city was but yeah i think you're right they like mm. the only thing that i can like kind of see it as is that it's like more of the same kind of thing that we were talking about with cersei that's like she's dealt with this shit mm. like her whole life and it's like small peas to her now because she's so tough for some yeah, shit she like, doesn't I mean, have empathy for people who might have a harder time to deal with it, you know? Yeah. And also got pregnant from it. You can't write a character like that, but then you need to write the character. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I have to say, like, Shay really just comes off with, like, kind of stupid and cruel. jackass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you can write a character like that, but it's not very convincing and interesting. Honestly. It's just you know, but but like if if you want her to be like you could have made her uh, another Cersei or like a foil for mm. Cersei or whatever or someone who is like if if we go in the internalized whatever way, but like mm. you give us so little with Shay mm. that it's just, right. it just doesn't yeah in isolation this one line is is just so cruel you know? it's just insane mm. like this is an insane line. Yeah. If it just take it, take this out and and have the line be the next one that uh, she's a, she has a baby in her belly. That's all. Yeah, then we could see it yeah. as you okay. know, maybe she doesn't know what happened. Yeah, she doesn't know. know like where the pregnancy comes from. Or that's that's like this really horrible backstory to it. Or we, yeah, or we could just mm. have like more more mm. characterization. Like have Tyrion. Mm. I guess like it would be against Tyrion's characterization to actually talk to her a mm. lot, but. Yeah, I don't know the yeah the whole Shay thing. Yeah, she's just not a character. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. I somehow never noticed this bit on like previous reads, but like, <laughs> well, yeah. When I read, this, I, uh, I don't know it's like a small part in the story, but when I read this, I, I think that all they did was fuck her. Might be like the worst line George wrote. Like it's it's like really outrageously bad. I think mm-hmm. it's not great. George, explain yourself. Mm. Oh, don't. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. I, I guess the only thing I can see is 
maybe just trying to make Shay seem terrible. Mm. He just seems to try and make Shay seem as terrible as possible in every scene. I suppose to be like, look how delusional Tyrion is. That might be, yeah. He thinks that like, yeah, it's he's he thinks really that she does care about him, mm. and it, this isn't going to bite him at some point. Yeah. But it's just very like weird. And that her, sort of, her only quality, quote unquote, really is that she is willing to have sex with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then it's an awful character to write. Like, <laughs> yeah, because it, it just mm. seems la- seems lazy to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And he said like shit about. Uh, Shay in the show being better mm. or something. I forget exactly what he said about that. She but. had a character, kind of. Yeah. Well, the, char- the her character in the Which show was also was, a mess, and nobody really yeah. knew yeah, what her motivations also, are or where. Yeah, it was like, I mean, it was kind of consistent up until it wasn't. But that's getting mm-hmm. into spoilers. So mm. it it really just seems like he put no thought. Yeah. Into her. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Should we just move on? I mean, yeah, we talked about Shay. A lot. Talking in circles uh, about think, Shay for I the think second George time. Did for time. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to the yeah. to the cool part of what she's what they're talking about yes. is uh, that Shay was brought here by Varys through a secret tunnel, and she describes in some detail like oh, that she was wearing a hood, but like the details she remembered that there was a. Uh, a dragon mosaic at some point and they were like going down ladders and up ladders and through uh, through an iron droid I guess you could retrace where they might have gone if you're like really attentive I wasn't I don't know if there's anything to it that you want to mention or that you remembered from that description from I, I uh, guess maybe well, the chapters that, well, that Arya had like uh, walking through the, the, the tunnels and the secret passages when she was uh, chasing Varys and, and Delirio. It doesn't line up with anything from yeah. that, but it will come into play later, yeah. TM. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I know what you're talking about. Okay. And Tyrion does do like a... <coughs> yeah, this is so Tyrion funny. does like Tyrion the does like D&D a investigation check for, for his secret passages, yeah. And <laughs> he just... <laughs> He's in the video game, yeah. just clicking on everything. He just turns, he turns yeah. a fucking yeah. candle yeah. <laughs> upside down. That's just loose, yeah. I was... That is a good card, bit of him being super serious and just pushing stones. And oh, Maybe maybe it's uh, like uh, in my wardrobe and like getting all the, the, the clothes out and pushing the back. So I was like, nope, just, just the closet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is the shit where I'll agree that it's like anachronistic because he's doing stuff that like a modern person who has modern pop culture yeah. ideas about yeah. secret Tyrion's walls. Tyrion's been watching Scooby Doo. Yeah. yeah, like the fucking you, you push a, a button scones. and the whole like stone wall moves somehow. Yeah, <laughs> the wardrobe okay that there would as, like, just be a, a door or a hole in the wall behind the wardrobe okay. Fine. Yeah. But like nobody's moved that wardrobe since all the people mm. that have lived here, but Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> funny. Uh 
pretty good. So, that's funny. Uh, Just this I, one paragraph is pretty funny. Like even yeah. even the Shay bit in it is. I think it's pretty funny that it's like to imagine like Tyrion like pushing everything in the room and Shay just being saying, "Doesn't my lord want to bed me?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she tries to to initi- uh, initiate uh, sex, and uh, Tyrion can't get it up, and says, "Just just go to sleep." And she doesn't. Yeah, he stays up with his thoughts on the day and mm. some other stuff. He does, does have one hand on his like support? Yeah, his <laughs> emotional support titty, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another yeah. great to chapter done. Thank you. Yeah, this this chapter is just like all sewing. It's like yeah. Tyrion just like sewing. I mean, it it really mm. it starts off really good. Like the the fucked up dynamics between him and Cersei, I yeah. actually liked to to read that. And then the second half is soon as like him threatening uh, Tommen and all the lollies and chase stuff that kind of spoils it honestly. But even like the way he reacts to. The way he reacts to, like, mm. another a sex worker being, like, tied up and bruised, mm. and th- his first reaction being, like, haha, Cersei is so stupid. Mm. Yeah, it's like, isn't this also your friend? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, and she knows about Shay, right? So Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, too. Um, uh, no, I don't think she knows. She knows he goes through the passage. Yeah, she yeah. knows he yeah, goes right. somewhere. She know about... Yeah, that's true. I mean, still, still another person he is kind of indebted to. I mean, I, th- I thought it was also kind of funny that uh, that Cersei thinks he's found out this super secret secret when actually Tyrion like, kind of wanted people to know that he's going to the brothel and that he's going to the room with uh, with Alayaya so that people would think he's up there while he's actually somewhere else, right? Like, that's his cover story. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. That Cersei like had some spy or the yeah I guess the cattleplex was it the cattleplex that, that that actually brought the information to her. I don't, it's not a reread, I think, but <laughs> like some super super sleuth was uh, was spying on Tyrion for something that he was not hiding at all. Yeah. So how do we feel about the funny unreliable narrator bit that George does in this chapter? Because I feel like. Every time I reread it, the stupid it gets, where it's like for which part? where it's like for two pages, uh, we're we're led to believe that it's Shay. Mm. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and like Tyrion's reactions like don't make sense, but like the the narration never says that it's that it's Elaya until it's like mm. yeah until 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 it actually like. Uh, yeah, Castorian says to her, "Sweetling, you must be brave. I'm sorry they hurt you. I know you'll free me, my lord." And then it says, "Elia Bento and kissed him on the brow." Hmm. Hmm. There's the one right whenever she's brought in. It says uh, her eyes are wide and white in her dark face. Hmm. So you could. Yeah, I guess you could remember. Like, okay, but then it's even more because I, I feel like it feels pretty obvious that George just. Uh, doesn't say the name on purpose, mm. so we're led to believe that it's Shay, but it's actually not. Haha. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> it's a little narrative sleight of hand that yeah. is mostly for the first read, but isn't gonna isn't gonna like deliver in the same way on the sec- on rereads. 
I don't know. I don't have a huge problem with it, yeah. except for you know what's except actually happening bad, in the scene. Stuff that's also happening, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I also think like yeah, it should have been more immediate that uh, it like the moment uh, the moment she's brought out that we as the reader being in Tyrion's head are yeah. immediately get oh it's not her you know just just that sentence it's not her something in, in Tyrion's head you know but to get a few more paragraphs where it's where you're unsure yeah. It's weird why Tyr- Tyrion would lie to us as readers, yeah. right? Like that's that's what I think is kind of funny, or kind of. Well, weird. he doesn't lie; yeah. he just doesn't. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Whenever you see somebody, you don't immediately think, "Oh, it's them." <laughs> but like, he should be like relieved in some way, right? He should react to it in some way. But yeah. React, yeah. Like, yeah, he reacts by thinking, mm. "You've lost, Cersei." Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I, I don't know. To me, it just feels like very mm. on the nose to me that George is doing this, doing it as a literary sleight of hand. I guess mm. I don't know. I don't know what my point is with it. it just I think it's in the same category mm. as like the witty uh, chapter endings yeah, or the snappy chapter endings. Yeah, you know, I think it's fine. This doesn't. Have... What I don't think is fine. <laughs> what What isn't fine? All of this, yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, the situation sucks. Mm. It's like, you know, two assholes trying to get leverage on each other is always going to be bad news. And it's, I don't know if I can say that it's a bad story, but mm. it just sucks. Um, especially like, you know, Alaya Ale- is black. Mm. Like, yeah. they've already been through this other shit where, like, yeah. Cersei sent the gold cloaks to that place to like have a baby and a, another sex worker mm. murdered. Um, and Tyrion, obviously, we, we I think we talked about it before that like you know he put this woman in danger, this girl in danger through like being completely thoughtless and careless because he just didn't think about it mm-hmm. until now. There literally was a chapter where he was, like, too horny to uh, do his precautions mm-hmm. and just really wanted to get there as soon as possible. Yeah. And to be fair, he thinks about after, that yeah. in this chapter, but still. To be honest, I was, I was mm-hmm. also thinking, like, why would Cersei even think that she could can get leveraged that way? Because, I mean, Tyrion's kind of famous for going to brothels, right? So that he would go there and maybe have a know. favorite well, girl is not... That weird or well, suspicious? Because, yeah, she, she said, she said last chapter when she was like, "Oh, Tyrion wants to be loved," and if he's going mm. to the same place over and over again, and she's like, "Oh, exactly, yeah, attachment." Yeah. Do you? What do you think, Tyrion? So I was joking before we started start recording that, like, you know, Cersei passes the has the record for like making Tyrion heel turn uh, the <laughs> fastest, uh-huh. and uh, you know, because he starts off. She's accusing him of wanting to get Joffrey killed and, um, yeah. and, and I don't know, being mean to Tobin. And he's like, you know, what do you take me for? They're, they're my own blood, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you think I am? And then she, you know, brings out Alayaya and he's immediately like, oh, I am the monster you think <laughs> I am. I will do horrible yeah. things myself personally to your son. Yeah. And, so, what do you think is Tyrion doing this like as protection for Alayaya? Is he doing this? I yeah, think so. I think so. 
I, yeah. I think because I, I think I think mm. he genuinely he at this point he feels that nothing he will ever say will get Cersei to believe that he doesn't have like bad intentions mm. and sending Joffrey out into the battle like there is no way she will she seems to like not respond to his logic or anything so he's, he's like going well, into power play mode kind of and, yeah yeah, he's like, well, I'm just going to do what Tywin mm. does and say some fucked up shit because she'll believe that and then at least that will protect Aliyaya for a bit. Mm. Yeah, um, and I, 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 I agree. I think that it, some of it is uh, just hating Cersei too, though. I honestly yeah. think that Tyrion would not hurt Tommen. <laughs> That's no, totally different. I don't think so. Joffrey... Uh, <laughs> He already hits him, so yeah. Uh, no, the, the accusation that like he would send him out into danger maybe wouldn't be. Th- I mean, we... that sad if he fell in the battle. Uh, okay, I can see that. I mean, I think we got his genuine reaction mm-hmm. whenever Braun said like, "Hey, let's kill Joffrey mm-hmm. and insult him," and yeah. like Tyrion yeah. was kind like of a thinking about it. And yeah. he, was, he was thinking about it, but he was like, "Oh, this would." not be good like for me and it would be a bad move i think we got his honest reaction there so i don't think that he would you know meaningfully yeah he thought like oh i I can't do it because i would be a kinslayer and that's a bad thing right it's not oh i don't want to hurt this poor boy (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's less personal feelings but you know understandably i guess but But yeah the other thing is that he gets like pretty he says, like, you know, I've never liked you, but you were my sister, so I've never, like... This is, like, a big thing here that you're doing, and, you know, that he says, like, our relationship's different now. I'm not, like, going to hold anything back now. And that's not yeah. gonna just be for this one situation. So I don't know. I don't know. That's why I think that's a little bit more than just wanting to protect Alayaya. I mean, maybe, but I think... Like, it seems personal for him here, too. I think it's the idea that she would try and find Mm. Shay or whoever Tyrion loves and then threaten them. Um, I think that it's less personally about Aliyah, more about that Cersei is willing to do that. that Yeah, that she's trying to to hurt him on a very personal level. Yeah. She's like yeah. she's also uh, like alluding to the to the whole Tasha story when I mean, she's talking yeah, about yeah. the Raya, so that's probably kind of yeah. triggering for him. Yeah. yeah, it's like a trauma mm. thing as well. Yeah, it's like well, like she's pushing. She, she's she's pushing all these buttons. What happened last time? Yeah, this is this is effectively what happened last time in a way where one of his family members um, has gone after someone who he believes he's in love with and then punishes him um so i think for Tyrion, it's like probably like obviously he says some fucked up shit here but i think it is genuinely pretty traumatic for him or it would be i mean it's not as bad as it would be because it's not actually shay which is bad obviously but i think the situation has made him like more angry than he's ever been maybe I mean, they, they both really know how to make each other angry. <laughs> this one. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's pretty fucked I up. Know. It's... God. Because it... How do I put it? Like, Thursday doing this is kind of like, you know, playing into her Joker mm-hmm. persona or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it... Like, I, I do at 
other parts like when Cersei does something unhinged but <laughs> but you know at the same time there's still the stuff about her being the black sex worker that is like mm-hmm. you know has some really bad connotations with it and the implications that she's been raped by the cattle blacks and uh, you know Tyrion's reaction to it like I don't know because I, I, I would otherwise like to enjoy a situation where Tyrion and Cersei are like outplaying each other mm. and having leverage on each other and doing like fucked up things. It's just this particular framing of it or this particular way of doing it is so yucky. Yeah, yeah I, I would really like to, to read mean, we, this chapter from Cersei's POV also. That would be pretty wild. Right. Because like from her point of view, like uh, Tyrion kind of started it with uh, with uh, uh, Tommen business and like uh, taking Tommen from her or from her control. And, yeah. Possibly like, threatening away, him yeah. and, and putting him in danger. You know, he's just hanging out with this cool deer. Yeah, Tyrion, but no, Tyrion is like he's safe. That move it's was fine. so stupid yeah. because you could do the same thing without like pissing everyone yeah. off. Yeah, and pissing everyone off was like he wanted to piss Cersei off by doing that. That was pretty clear, I think. I guess, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's been his whole thing. Is like he wants he's doing these moves because he thinks that good or useful but he's also like oh Cersei's done when she's angry so I'm just gonna mm. keep making her angry which is true but yeah but she's dumb but she's still gonna yeah even <laughs> even if she's dumb she can do things that hurt do things that hurt you Tyrion <laughs> you know I mean she yeah. was dumb enough to and now she's gonna be even dumb madder. enough to fall for like oh it's Alayaya that you're seeing but like apparently that still caused you to become very angry <laughs> yeah Mm. <sighs> hey, so Aliyah gives Tyrion a little third eye mm. of blood. Yep. That's uh, all I got for this one. <laughs> a bloody kiss is more than I deserve. Yeah, it's. I guess we. I guess we talked about this, but like once again, Tyrion's whole thing of oh, I guess it's kind of like Sans San. Yeah, it's kind of like Sander in a way, right? His his whole uh, if she thinks I'm a monster, I play the part for her it's kind of like mm. Xander's thing of uh, well d- you think I'm awful but everything is awful and yeah I'm awful mm. sure it's kind of like not quite the same yeah Xander I think does it more to like keep people away from him somehow yeah. and not like show no but weakness. like Tyrion is also keeping people away from him and Tyrion seems to like do it to hurt other people really or like yeah Mm. Yeah, but like both of them have this mm. internalized self hatred that mm. is like doing no good to them. Mm. I mean, we're never in, in Sanders' head, so hard to say. That's true. I don't know. I, I guess it still comes across enough. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think this is just like the kind of you know cognition that happens whenever you're like doing the cycle of violence mm. shit yeah. like mm. is that makes sense like you know i don't know <laughs> yeah. it sucks <laughs> I, I mean like we got we got the Cersei and Tyrion like you know just doing like less fucked up things but trying to outgame each other and like but it's just escalated yeah. like you know that's kind of just where the story is going so i can't really like 
I don't think I can like level a, a critique that this is like not useful or not not um, not that it's not useful to the plot, but rather that the plot is like not worth doing. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I can say that. I think it's just. I mean, it's a shitty situation mm-hmm. and it sucks, but it's it's meant to. I mean, it's meant to. Yeah, yeah. it's meant to suck. I I just uh-huh. think it's. I just think it's kind of like it's played out in, in a wrong way. Mm. Yeah, like, like I can agree with the that, relationship yeah. taking this turn know. kind of sad because the the previous chapters we had these little glimpses of them like yeah showing some empathy with each other or like having these little moments of you know hugging each other and even this even the start of this chapter where they like talk about uh, how Cersei didn't really want to for Bran to like be pushed out the window and they openly talk about uh, like her and Jamie's relationship and then suddenly it takes this really awful turn. <laughs> Actually maybe it's just the maybe the the problem we're having with this is just once again tying back into the shape plot just not being very good because this is like also you know coming growing out of the shape plot but at the same mm. time Shay is not written interestingly enough that yeah. we would care about her enough, and you know it leads to it leads to like it's it's at the same time um George doing some awful stereotypes of sex workers mm-hmm. that George not giving sex workers characters uh, or character traits yeah. i guess yeah that's um that's I have any character traits that we know of. she's learning to read mm, great. Good for her, <laughs> and and then at the same time doing uh, objectively awful things to her, right? Like it just doesn't scale enough. Like if I don't know if if the sex workers were like more interesting or like we, we had spent like more time with them as actual people and not as uh, objects for Tyrion's mm. trauma. Uh, then maybe the weight of what is being done to Elia here would, mm-hmm. like, balance out. But now it's just, like, them not having real character traits mm-hmm. and not being fleshed out enough versus awful things, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, it, I, I can agree that this is, like, teetering on the edge of torture porn. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, and and this is part of a larger pattern where, like, you know, it is all just for Tyrion's mm. characterization, essentially. Yeah. That even if, like... And I don't even know if that would be solved by more characterization of Elia. Mm. I think it would have to involve, like, restructuring the plot Probably, to yes. have her have more agency and things like that. So, I don't I mean, know. I, I mean, uh, you know, it, yeah. it's like a benefit of the story that he has lots of women mm. in lots of different roles. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, definitely recurring problems with the sex mm. workers in the story. I mean, with Arla, yeah, she was really just caught up in this without being really involved. Her not having a character is okay. Like, but she really is just a plot device, even within the story. Mm. So I'm fine with that. There's only like, Two two scenes yeah. with her, and they're both in, like he says yeah. hi and then leaves. Yeah. So I'm I'm fine with not knowing much more about her. You know, would be nice, but it works within the plot. Uh, kind of that. I think uh, yeah. I, I think it worked up until now. It just feels yeah. 
you know, this is mm. then the abuse is like as mm. as Emmanuel said, it like veers into a torture yeah. porn. Then if mm. it's just if it's just or, or if it it turns into I don't know, just abuse of other characters as plot device. This like yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah, it it would have worked the same way if they just brought her out with like her hands tied and otherwise unscathed. So, yeah. Like it wouldn't have changed much in the scene i think sorry for not being very funny mm. about this chapter <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah should we should we move on let's do wrap spoilers? up yeah do we have any spoilers there's uh, some i mean uh, plot spoilers yeah. can i yeah that's that? what i missed they had right. um spoiler time so let's let's spoiler go to zone. spoiler zone uh, spoiler zone cool. <laughs> Spoiler zone. We're in the no big boys spoiler zone. I mean, I have it here, but like, I don't want to like disturb anyone. With how good <laughs> oh, I am. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give me? A... <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Not a flute. It's a tin whistle. Um. Yeah, I I had one point for the John chapter. Uh, really, um, do we have anything for Santa? Just that. Yeah, little for sure. Yeah. Yeah, fuck little finger. Do we think um, it's like obvious? Uh, because I can't tell at this point if the friend is supposed to be little finger. Like, I can't tell if if this is something you would pick up mm. on a first read or not. I think. I don't yeah. think the only hint is that he's outside yeah. of the city right now. Yeah, and that for pretty much no reason we get the update that no one knows what he's doing uh, in in the Tyrion yeah. chapter. But I don't think mm. that. You would catch it on the first street, really. Mm. Maybe, maybe Boros saying, not Boros, Dontos saying that he's a friend to me and to you mm. also. Maybe that could be like a hint. I guess um, you could deduce it just by process of elimination that if yeah. it is a character we already met and know, who else could it be? <laughs> yeah. And who, it's, like a friend of both of who, them who is currently gone, you know. Yeah. There's a there's a line that he says um, about what is it exactly? Um, he, he talks about them all having spies and all watching each other, um, but no one ever troubles themselves about Lady Tanda's daughter, which implies that he's like they got. I don't know. Is that he's like um, hanging out at the Stokeworths and like. Littlefinger was always hanging out there as mm. well. Like, he had all those meals. I don't know. Mm. I feel like he's got spies. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't think it's... No. I think that... I, I, think, I feel like on my second read, I was, like, still kind of confused <laughs> about what was happening. Right. I mean, it's... Yeah, he's... Littlefinger has just so many machinations going on. It's hard to keep track of them all. But I think, when, like uh, when I read the yeah. reveal that it's it's Littlefinger, I wasn't. Oh wow! It was Littlefinger's. Ah, uh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, of course yeah, it was him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that I guess. guy. Okay, that I guy. guess he's here. I guess he's epic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the other I- thing about Dantos and. Uh, Jackin is that the like Danto says red and yellow and Jackin has red and white hair. I don't know. Okay. A little color thing right. maybe. Who knows? Yeah, patchwork. They're both mamas mm. of a of uh-huh. a kind. Mm-hmm. Um 
Yeah, I don't know. Nothing else, really. Uh, oh, and the other thing was that they both, like, hear shit that... So, like, you know, Jacken's always listening mm-hmm. for little clues, and uh, now Dantos is, like, hearing stuff that he wouldn't normally hear. Yeah. A little, little snippets. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was just something that I noticed. Has, like, they both have hearing, yeah. No, I think it's. Uh, I think it's a good. I think it's a good parallel, yeah. as in, in in the same way as there's like yeah. constantly parallels between Sansa and Arya chapters. Mm. Like they're clearly. Mm. Right. Yeah, I I, I, I like yeah. the parallel they have. Like yeah. both this, this like, companion character that they meet in the in the Godsword and are like secretly meeting a few times and. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, both of them yeah. help them escape. Yeah, yeah. Both of them help them in ways that you know, their skill set allows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and I also mean like the consequences of both of them helping are like uh, things that you were led to believe at mm. first that this is going to save them, but then it's like, oops, still bad, mm. still a bad situation. <laughs> I don't know, also, both. Kind of disappear after saving them. Different ways. Yeah. Kind, you know? Don't just kind of yeah. disappears, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> don't just. No, they, both, they both die, yeah. don't they? So, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Sure, can even say uh-huh. it, right? Like, it's time for me to die. My like, daughter doesn't die. say, uh, guess, guess, guess I'll, I'll die. die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it kind of does. <laughs> I mean, Dante's, you know, he is burnt on a ship to death after getting hit by three bolts, so he's, you know. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much announcing it's time to die. That's like, uh, you know, um, I don't know, it's a weirwood thing, like like how Jack kind yep. of appears on the weirwood, from the weirwood. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Okay. I'm looking through, I like didn't do my homework this week, so I'm and looking through my shit or through the chapter it's fine but I feel like I had some stuff uh, uh, there's a lot of yeah. fire in this one Arc. the wood is burning the city yeah. is burning yeah, yeah. is burning yeah. yeah we're all burning <laughs> the, yeah the, I mean this is like yeah I think that's a, what it's gonna be like you know when the long night falls mm. gonna be ash everywhere hmm yeah, Sansa. Uh, like, they was, say that everything tastes like ashes, right? And then you get the line from Tyrion of uh, yeah, of enjoy joy turning to ashes in her mouth. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If there's any, I don't know. There's something like a line that Tyrion said, relayed by Dante, so that Stannis will have to teach his horses to eat ash. Uh huh. Hmm. I think that's just an egg Giselle joke. <laughs> Maybe. I was gonna mm-hmm. say this one thing that like struck me as weird in the beginning, where um, where Dontos talks to Sansa and says uh, I hear all all sorts of things as a fool. Uh, they talk as though I'm not ha- here, and the spider pays in gold for any little trifle. I think Moonboy has been his for years. Mm. This is just a thing I didn't remember at all uh, to have like Moonboy as a spy for various. They've, they've, uh, 
The full spy network. There's so many yeah. spies of various people, it's hard yeah. to keep track. And the whole Moonboy thing is like, his name, Moonboy his name is like so, such a like, uh, significant name for the mythology, <laughs> but I don't remember him doing anything. Yeah. He's just there. Except just being there in the Moonboy for all I know thing, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he Moonboy doesn't really do anything. Also, I wonder if... if Dantus can figure it out. Like, Moonboy can't be like a very good secret spy. If Dantus takes one look at oh, I guess that's one of where is this guy? <laughs> Maybe he's yeah. a decoy spy. You know, you have one spy that's really obvious, mm. and then they're like, oh, that's the spy. Layer, it's it's layers upon layers. You know, it's, it's such yeah. an obvious spy that no yeah, one would suspect him. Just dumb. That makes him actually a good spy. In, you're all gonna be surprised when in wins there's gonna be you, you turn the page and it says Moon Boy on top, and it's gonna be a chapter about how he's an epic spy. He's been playing a double act. It's, it's gonna say like the Boy of the Moon or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I mean the sort of the spy stuff is like with the Kettle Blacks where they're like informing on everyone to Littlefinger and Littlefinger is mm. paying them and Tyrion's paying them uh-huh. and he's paying him. They're just getting getting that from everyone, you know? Who's really winning? Yeah. Cattleplex. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Cattleplex are. Yeah. For now. Is that I want to be in a Kingsguard. There's a theory that dangerous. their dad is um, is like a Wendt. Okay. Mm. Like, sp- I think... Like, like Wendt's? Uh, I think specifically the the um, like the Kingsguard went guy. What's his name? Gerald? No, not Gerald. I don't remember. It's Os- a goofy Oswell? theory. I don't have anything to say about it. But was that one of the uh, of the three? I like goofy theories. I've I will I will simply believe that Jojen and Mira's mother is a Shara Dane, and I will, <laughs> I don't feel like I need to explain why. Some things you just know. Yeah, Os- Oswald went was the, was the king's Oh, okay, Oswell. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Oswell and then they are Osley and Oswell. Oswell. Oh. Okay. Right. Okay. The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Um. Oh. Uh, do not pay okay. attention to the man behind the curtain. I'm always we get a, uh, the one thing that always fucks with me is I remember there being like a minor Doctor Who character named Osgood. And I always think that that's also one of the cattle bags. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. let's do it. <laughs> Doctor Who, same universe. It's not wrong. I don't the even know what all the Doctor Who did. Like, it's just a name that's stuck in my head because it's a weird name. It sounds like a George name. Bad. Yeah. I mean, isn't Doctor Who technically yeah. in any universe he wants to be yeah, in? Yeah, I guess. So. Mm. We don't have to talk no, about, I it. To say I, about it. I would hate um, it if yeah. uh, if there was a Doctor Who episode where they travel go to, into Westeros. Go to Westeros. <laughs> it would be so bad. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> John Chapter. I only had I had just the the one thing, which I'm not even sure if it is anything, but I just thought it was interesting in regards to Manfredo, which is where they're talking about um, why he mm. deserted. And Corinne says, for a wench, some say for a crown, others would have it. And that just reminded me of, like, the two 
times where John was very, oh, very yeah. seriously tempted to mm. desert, which was one to because of Egret and all that stuff, and then the second was when Stannis offered to like um, give him Winterfell and mm. give him all the sort of true rewards. And then the real answer we learn is about uh, kindness, mm-hmm. and because he wants to wear a cool cloak, uh-huh. and I just wonder if that would be mirrored in like. <laughs> Whatever happens with John yeah. later. I mean, it was about his cloak getting yeah. shredded, and John's cloak is shredded when he's when he's Julius Caesar. So you yeah, know, parallels. Um, Mance is so mm. epic. I'm very excited to get to him. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I also like how it's because we talked about um, John being passed over from one death to the next, and. <laughs> we already established yeah. that who's, um, who's gonna be the next dad but it's it's yeah. it's also like boyfriends passing on to boyfriends like mm. right because we established that yes. Gior and uh, Corin are boyfriends and mm. Corin and Mans have also been boyfriends so so were Ned yeah. and uh, Cheryl Mormont's boyfriends at some point oh I ge- and I guess <laughs> I guess also Mans and Stannis <laughs> Much to think about. You could say, you could say Stannis. Stannis is because Stannis was actually secretly in love with yes. Ned, and so mm. it's like the earliest boyfriend uh, passing it on to like. Oh, beautiful! Ah, uh, it completes the circle. <laughs> the yeah. Circle of boyfriends. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no no other podcast has ever discussed this. So you know, you only get yeah. counted like this yeah. here. But it is true that John, like regardless of circle circle of boyfriends or not, it is very funny that John gets like five dads and they're all gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, not even married to each other. They're just like all separate dads. Um, He's just got amazing. Them. The dad, dad radar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, someone be my father. He's just got such a, a strong son energy. That he he really does. Middle-aged man just like immediately feels the father instinct. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just like, look at this boy. Wow, <laughs> he's such a good boy. What? He's a good boy. Can this boy is my son. <laughs> I, <laughs> maybe I, I have a, maybe I have a sword left to spare. <laughs> yeah. Joe's yeah. like, wow, I never felt affection for a son before, but now suddenly I do. I mean, if your other son is, is troll, like yeah. every guy coming along well, is an exactly. Just listen. Did no one, no one's ever asked if a son has rancid energy or has bad vibes, then you can, you can hate them. Yeah. It's fine. Um, the eagle we see here, is that sick? That's yeah, very gonna ask. right? No. Nah. It's Aurel, yeah. and then later Varamir. Oh, Aurel uh, is actually the wildling that John killed on that hill top. Oh, uh, the one that was uh, okay. so like, yeah. The eagle is his, mm. and uh, then Varamir later on will take over the eagle. eagle. Yeah, now he's uh, what's the kid from Animorphs? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've never read Animorphs. You don't know anything about it. But that, uh, well, so. one of the one of the kids transforms into an eagle, and he stays past the time limit, so he has to stay an eagle forever, or a hawk, maybe. Is that Tobias? I, I know there's a Tobias. In... It's Tobias. Oh, yeah. 
It's the one character whose name I remember. I, yeah, I, like Tobias yeah. Junke. Um, so to say it with with case so. words, there's there's a man in this bird. <laughs> there's a man in this bird. <laughs> yeah, there's a man in this bird. There's a guy in there. That's a boy bird. There's some yeah. guy in this bird. There's some guy in this bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Is there is there anything else in John chapter? I mean, there's a lot in it. Not really. Not really spoilery. Yeah, we explained the dream. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a, a um, prophetic dream, really, right? Spoilers, Bran is alive still. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, spoilers, Bran is not dead. Though these Both these chapters are like, listen, Bran mm. is so dead. So he's, dead. he's incredibly Can dead. you believe he's it? He's just symbolically dead. dead. Uh-huh. Even Tyrion's like, wow, really? I can't believe it. Yeah, because we, we haven't had, like, Theon chapter where he's like, I killed the Stark boys. Instead, the first hint that we've got that they've maybe died is this chapter, and then the next one where Tyrion's like, uh, yeah, the Stark boys, yeah. something terrible happened I never to them. bought it, like, even when I first read it. I think I knew, I think this is like one or two seasons of the show were out yeah. by the time I read it, so I already knew that. There's like no way that's, no way that the important character's death is going to happen off screen. Mm. I can't even remember if I, if I mm. bought it or not. I read the books between the first and the second season, so I didn't know yeah. how it turns out. Mm. Uh, no. So how is it- Cersei oh. believes that Tyrion is going to kill her kids <laughs> for real? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the this whole chapter is like either foreshadowing or sowing mm. things that are going to come to fruition later on, and just you, Cersei's actions are almost like. They're kind of incomprehensible if you don't understand that she like legitimately believes that Tyrion wants yeah. to murder her children because of the prophecy, and she's like, they're gonna die, and Tyrion's gonna do it because he's fucked and he's the Valanca and he will kill me one day. Yeah, it puts it puts it like the first time you read this, you're probably just like, oh, Cersei is just an evil bitch, like, yeah, and she is, but she has reasons <laughs> for contextualizes, it. Yeah. yeah contextualizes it a little bit um interesting line where Tyrion's like Jamie would just fucking mm. murder her hmm Valanka confirmed <laughs> mm. yeah I like how they're, they're shitting on how he's shitting on Jamie twice like oh he's so reckless and he doesn't think what he's doing mm-hmm. and n- no not really I think <laughs> it's kind of a mischaracterization like sometimes he's I guess he's hot headed but you know no one understands. Jamie. It's not like this is the Tyrion super cool and collected under pressure here. So, no, I, I really think the tragedy of Jamie yeah. is that no one understands him. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it makes sense that everyone thinks that he's just hot-headed and would kill anyone. But like, he, he is pretty hot-headed. Yeah. He did do that thing with Ned's men yeah. outside the um, um, outside the brothel last book. But yeah. I know that wasn't I mean, hot-headed. That was like sending a message to to release Tyrion. Like that was, uh, yeah, that was like a yeah. plan. Mm. All right. I mean, that's the thing is like, I I think Jamie is like, kind of like Corin. We said is just like doesn't really think you know too long, but mm. just has a plan and is like yeah. very confident. And like I think Jamie is kind of just either worse at it where he doesn't come up with the best plan immediately or it's just kind of the, the but, circumstance he, where he, he is have kind of a, a good battle commander also right like that's that's a thing yeah. people say uh, about him, he maybe not a genius he's not but the a, best, he's 
competent. He's competent. He's not. Com- he's not exactly competent up until uh, Rob whoops his ass, and then he realizes that he has to like start taking precautions. Yeah, yeah, and I think Jamie's thing as well is that he. I guess people think him killing Ares was just like this weird thing he did in like a moment of, I guess, oh, I don't know, I guess they've reached the city. I will yeah. just kill the king for no reason because I'm hot headed rather than the fact that it was like a considered mm-hmm. effort thing he did in the moment to save a bunch of lives. So that sort of colors how people see him a lot, I think. Mm. Well, it goes so far that like, even he himself kind of thinks that he's. Is stupid and not competent outside of using a sword, right? That's like that's that's yeah. what Cersei tells him, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? He has some thoughts mm-hmm. that he's like, oh, like I bet Tyrion would have figured mm-hmm. this out right away or something like that. But he's honestly like, he he's basically as smart mm-hmm. as Tyrion. Like he's yeah. he's really not yeah. that stupid at all. Like he's he just doesn't like Tyrion. Like had to <sighs> learn to just like think a bunch of things through and like to yeah. be very careful about what he does yeah. and that kind of thing and Jamie never yeah he has some like had he has to... some dust in his brain wrinkles but he has them uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know he didn't have to use his brain for 20 years yeah. <laughs> it still works yeah. but you know he he has he has some cunning you know because like him and Cersei managed to keep their relationship mm secret from most people for a pretty long time mm-hmm. like eventually obviously they were figured out but they had to involve like some cunning you know mm. to keep it a secret or at least some sort like on both there yeah. perhaps spoilers Varys doesn't have a dick Varys doesn't have no oh, dick very... he doesn't yeah but neither does um, Cersei have you thought about that oh shit mm. What's this about a gold, a cold gold hand yeah. chain? God. Oh yeah, Just a this little is thing cool. She says, "Oh no." She mm. likes to wear it. Yeah, they're cold. Mm. They're not as not as warm as Tyrion's real hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. but I, I like, thought... how does Simon Silvertongue relate to know that to use that exact words for the song? Like, is she talking to <laughs> yeah. him? <laughs> that oh, I, I like to wear this uh, this chain of cold gold hands, cold hands. Well, no, because because it's about Tyrion wearing it, isn't it? Because it's like hands of gold yeah. are always cold, but women's hands are warm. Because Tyrion's always wearing the cold hands, but then he's like, oh, warm hands, cold, oh, cold hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrion cold hands. But yeah, it's a good point. Like it, it would have. Cause it's the Tyrion's same phrasing, so did like she yeah, exactly say that. To him, to him, is this? I mean, she might have because they have been hanging out. So, yeah, they yeah. both have poetic. Yeah. Maybe she was ghostwriting it actually. Ghost. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe. see, we get she characterization. <laughs> but maybe you're right. Uh, maybe it's just an obvious music. rhyme. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's a it's a nice little. It yeah. rhymes. It's thematic about uh, he needs to do the office, but he wants affection. Yeah. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Maybe they're famously just very cold. <laughs> Everyone knows this about mm. the uh, the king's hands chain. Mm. Yeah, and Ned was like, ah, I don't want to be hand. I have to wear ah, the cold yeah, chain. Yeah, the cold on my titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. 
I only like the cold of the northern air mm. on my dick and balls. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> okay. Um, have we, is that so the description of the time. of the secret passage comes back when Tyrion is uh, going to kill Tywin. I guess. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I remember it very clearly because he that spot with the dragon mosaic has um six doors leading out of it and the seventh one is the ladder oh, upwards okay. um and it's under the tower of the hand and then yeah he climbs up it and if you attach all of the little uh trivia about the book details to numbers and random other details about stagman and shit You'll remember it all easier. <laughs> cool mnemonic device. <laughs> Is that what that means? I don't know. That's on the podcast. Okay. okay uh, lemon cakes. cakes. Who's got a lemon cake? Uh, lemon cake. I finished um, uh, Riverdale this week. Um, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I have to say, favorite season was season three, probably. The, yeah, me too. I know that the, the cliffhanger end of season four didn't really catch me. Like the, the, the end of season four, like, they start the arc and then it just kind of ends. It's not really a cliffhanger. I don't know. Like mm -hmm. I, I was like uh, confused for a little bit when it just ended. <laughs> I was pretty sure okay that there are a few more episodes. But I haven't seen season four. But the first like yeah. first arc was also pretty good with like the the prep school and murder mysteries abound. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty cool. Riverdale <laughs> best show. Famously, famously the best show. <laughs> My lemon cake this week is the Epic of Gilgamesh. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. What, wow. a good, what a good story. Original story. Full of things that I love to read and think about. Um, yeah, I can't wait me. to make that uh, my lemon cake in a few weeks. Uh, no, mine is a different form of literary masterpiece, I guess. Is it Homestuck no. again? Uh, I, th there's a new podcast that I really... It's just one episode out, but I really enjoyed it. And it's called Nightmare Nara. And the first oh, yeah. episode is about Jeff the Killer. <laughs> so that's kind of okay. like the modern yeah. epic of Gilgamesh, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a great podcast by a friend of the show, Roy, where they read a creepypasta every week. Um, are, you, are you signed up for an episode? I'm signed up to be yeah, on it too. in like a month. I don't know any creepypasta that I signed up. I know Jeff the Killer now. <laughs> uh, I was big into Marble Hornets back in the day. Oh, nice. I, I just know Man Hook and Yeah, of course. I know the mean ones. Like I know Man Door, Hand Hook, Cardor, and uh, Who Was Phone. Like those are the ones I... I mean, that predates creepypastas, right? Like the... No. The Hand Hook stuff. They're based on well, they're, creepypastas, they're, like making fun of them. Well, no, the hook, the hook yeah, one. That's right. like an old story. That's from like the twenties. That was that's pre-internet even. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> okay. No, it is. No, believe me, I looked it up the other day for some reason. <laughs> Huh. That's in the epic of Gilgamesh, the whole Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. one of the pranks that the boys pull. It's like only one episode out, but it's, it was like the, the kind of podcast where I listened to the one episode and then, then I was sad that there's not more episodes out already. So mm. check it out. Yeah, I think you should have like 10 episodes in the can before you publish a podcast. 
to really get people hooked. Yeah. Manuel, what's yours? Um, I, I've got a couple, two things. The, uh, I've been reading 20,020, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good shit. Um, you know, I don't care about real life sports, but this story made me care about fake whack ass sports and it's fun. Nice. And the other I still haven't read it. Uh it's good. Have you read the first one? I will. Yeah, I read the I read yeah, the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Um and the other thing was I rewatched Arrival. The movie oh, yeah. about aliens and time travel. Mm. Um, and it made me cry this time around. <laughs> it was good. It is good. I love Arrival. It's, uh, I think it's Denis Villeneuve's best movie, probably, and that's yeah. just my opinion. I think, but I haven't seen any other so, movie by him that I really like. Like, I, Blade Runner was okay, and um, I've seen Prisoners. But like Arrival is like clearly the 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 only one that actually made me feel things. I th- I like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, I have complicated thoughts on it too much to get yeah. into here, but I like wait, the wait, wait, what are we talking like about? Sorry, K's story a lot in it. But anyway, uh, okay, yeah, I also have many opinions. Um, let's talk about it sometime. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, uh, that movie uh, is a good movie. Goodbye. Pretty good Bye. <laughs> Fuck Jorah. Um, thank you for listening Wait, to did Raina do a song about babies and puppies. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, did we all do one? Yeah. yeah we're we're done. Done. Oh, okay, good. We've all done one. Thank you for listening to a song about babies Please. and puppies. Uh, we loved we love that you listen to it and we love yeah. to record and we'll see you next time and until Fuck then. Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Like, comment, and subscribe. Fuck. Fuck Dontos. Yeah. Follow Twitter, make her understand. <laughs> Hashtag make her understand. Hashtag Azora High is evil. Yeah. Fuck the kettle blacks. Hashtag give shake. Kettle blacks. Yeah. Someone, someone give Sandor the game therapy because I can't handle yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Germ for one give Shay a character. <laughs> <laughs> Just one character. character, please. Just one little character. That's not bad. Um, uh, yeah. Bye. Yeah, Bye. thanks, man. Bye. Bye.